Phantomaniacs, welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. This is a special early episode because Dragon Con, well, depending on who you ask, Dragon Con is happening right now. Uh, For me, and I think for the majority of the Needless Things family, it's going to start tomorrow, uh, but obviously I don't want to put up a new Needless Things podcast on the Friday when Dragon Con is already happening because I think a great portion of our listeners are sort of Dragon Con centric. So we're going to be partying. We're going to be doing things. Uh, nobody's going to be listening to podcasts the Friday of Dragon Con. Uh, for those of you that are awesome, it's still here, it's still available for you. And even if you're not, Dragon concentric, as I said. Uh, I think there's still a lot for you to enjoy in this episode, which is myself and a group of Dragon Con buddies. Everybody, or many of the people involved with the Big Damn Game Show, uh, many of the people involved with a lot of the Needless Things panels that are happening this weekend. We all got together via Zoom, had some beverages, and just talked about Dragon Con and went wherever the conversation took us. And and when I say, you know, it, it's not as Dragon Con specific as you might think. It's basically just talking about fun pop culture stuff, uh, but in this instance that happens to be in person in massive quantities of people. Although this year obviously will be very, very different. Uh, two things that I want to make clear, because I'm sure that, you know, you're uh, some of you may be thinking, like, I can't believe with what's going on in the world right now you guys are going out to this big public gathering well here's the deal masks required we will be masked up all weekend long uh and unless we're in our rooms obviously uh even presenters people who are doing panels uh are supposed to be wearing masks now don't i don't know about the game show since we'll be up on the stage and it'll be kind of a different situation uh but everything else uh, masks masks are gonna be on but the biggest thing the most important thing to me is that dragon con is requiring every attendee whether a a professional or a guest or uh, just an, an attendee regular attendee uh you must provide proof of vaccination or a negative covid test to get into Dragon Con, which I think is fantastic. Uh, I think that's the way business should be done pretty much everywhere. And this is my personal opinion. And I had kind of a long conversation with my mom about this. And and she is, uh, well, I won't won't give you her age. But obviously, I'm 45. Uh, She is old enough to have a 45-year-old son. I'll just say that. And uh, both of my parents are... They are, political spectrum-wise, you might expect them to not be interested in vaccinations. But they are strongly pro-vaccination. They are strongly being responsible in public, which is, they they raised me well. I'm just going to say that. They believe in being responsible to your community. Um... And I was talking about this with my mom, and I said, you know what, honestly, this is what I believe right now. I think if you're smart, 
and if you're responsible, and if you're aware of who you're going to be around, I think life can get back to normal. Uh, And I know that sounds kind of crazy, and by back to normal I mean we can do things like Dragon Con, we can do things like going to concerts, but it involves having that vaccination, it involves wearing masks, uh, you know, for, for now. Maybe this thing will go away and we'll really, for real, be able to get back to normal, but I think we can, we can move ahead and continue on with our lives. Uh, and for people who are not being responsible, I'll just say that they have my sympathy. I, I'm, I, I wish that things were different, but unfortunately for a large segment of the population, they're not. Uh, but for those of us who are being responsible, I think we can get back down to business. We've just got to continue being responsible. So that's that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, so Dragon Con, it's back. I, I need it. A lot of us need it. It's a very important uh, facet of so many people's lives. And we get back to it this year. And we're going to talk about that on this episode. Uh, but before we get down to business... Uh, I got a couple of things I want to mention. One, please check out the Needless Things YouTube channel. It's, I don't want to call it a side project because it's very much a main focus of mine, but, I mean, it is. It's it's another part of the Needless Things enterprise, Uh, although enterprise suggests there's some kind of profit involved. So this is part of the Needless Things public entertainment charity. Uh, But go check out the Needless Things YouTube channel. Please like, subscribe, share. Uh, Last week, I reviewed the newest wave of Super 7's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ultimates. uh, And they were some of my more... Or a couple of them were some of my more critical reviews. Well, this week, uh, Monday... We get a review on Monday. Today, normally on Wednesday, I would do another toy review. But since we're getting an episode of the podcast, and since we're going into Dragon Con, just one toy review this week... uh, and then today's episode, and then next week I'll be back with Monday and Wednesday reviews, which actually are already set up and and loaded to go. Um, But this past Monday, I reviewed NECA's Ultimate April O'Neil from the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, which, if you know, I think is one of the greatest movies of all time. I think it's the best comic book adaptation. Uh, And I was really excited about this Judith Hogue April O'Neil. And again, uh, I critiqued it pretty solidly. I, I think it's a video that you need to check out and share with your friends. Uh, but anyway, check out the Needless Things YouTube channel. Uh, this just added um, since we recorded the because we recorded Monday night. Uh, we had our final meeting for the game show and then on Monday night uh, we, well, we did about 45 minutes or so, kind of a last run through on the game show via Zoom and then afterwards we just all had a conversation about Dragon Con about having fun at Dragon Con so let's see here let me see if I can pull this link up Uh, since then we already knew that Troublemaker the documentary that was shot from 2016 to 2018 about me by Emmy Award winning Jason Wilson uh that, that has won many festivals, won prizes. It's very acclaimed. Like, I, I feel weird saying that because it's this thing that I'm in my life. It's my life, but it's I feel weird 
saying it's it's this acclaimed award-winning thing, but it is. It's a fact. I'm not like just spouting off. These are facts. There are many awards, and you can go to the Troublemaker Facebook page, and uh, you can you can see every, all the acclaim that it's gotten at various film festivals. Well, now it is time to move on to the next step of Troublemaker. We start, we I can't believe we started shooting that thing five years ago. That's crazy to me. Uh, but it is going to be streaming on DragonCon TV this weekend. So. If it's uh, going to be the Dragon Cut, which is a family-friendly version, because Dragon Con TV doesn't uh, doesn't air the the dirty words, and there are a few dirty words in Troublemaker. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so, uh, but Dragon Con TV was very interested in Troublemaker, asked us to submit uh, an edited version, and we did that. So, 11:30 Thursday night, that's Eastern Time, you will be able to watch Troublemaker from the comfort of your Dragon Con host hotel room, or uh, if you want to sign up for the DragonCon TV streaming service, let's see here. Let me see if I can give you... It's uh, dragoncon.tv. And uh, that will take you to a sign-up page where you can create an account. And for $10, you can stream DragonCon into your home wherever you are in the world. So if you would like to see... Uh, the Dragon Cut of Troublemaker, you can watch it on DragonCon TV uh, this Thursday night, 11.30 p.m. Now, if you are at DragonCon and would like to join us for a special screening of Troublemaker, the regular cut, the, the dirty word cut, as it were, you can come to the Classics Track Room in the Marriott M103-105 we will be screening the original cut of Troublemaker, and then we'll have a short Q&A afterwards where if anybody's got any, any questions at all, they, they don't even have to be about Troublemaker. If you want to ask me a question for, for life advice, do it. It's fine. I'll do my best. Now, granted, I will be, uh, I'll have my beverage with me. Tonight I'm taking a sip of a little bit of Four Roses bourbon. Uh, I think Thursday might be a fireball night. We'll see. We'll see how uh, spunky I feel. But, yeah, that's, that has just been added to the programming. It might not even be in the app. Uh, I don't know. But if you show up to the Classics Track Room at 11.30 p.m. Thursday night, uh, you will be able to watch Troublemaker with the people who are in Troublemaker. Uh, unfortunately, Jason C. Wilson will not be there because he does not like large groups of people. Uh, but the rest of us will be, and we'll be hanging out, partying, having fun. And if I find if I can find the badge ribbons that I had made for the first screening of Troublemaker that we did two years ago, uh, I'll be handing those out. I'm not positive where they are. I've got <laughs> this is gonna sound so dumb. I've got I've actually got a lot of memorabilia. I have saved almost everything from like every dragon con that i've done things at so i have all of my name placards i've got my programs i've got so much stuff so if i find them i'll bring them uh if not i won't but i tell you what i will have because i found it digging through my game show totes the other day uh if you are interested in buttons or writing pens from Dirty Dirty Con Con Game Game Show Show, I found my old stash of those, so I'll be carrying those around with me at the con, so if you see me, 
and, and want a Dirty Dirty Con Con Game Game Show show button or pen, that's P-E-N pen, uh, hit me up. I've only got a few pens, but I've got tons of buttons. So, uh, yeah, hit me up. Let me know if you want those, and uh, I will just give them to you. And, and if you'd like to buy me a drink, you can, but I'm not going to be demanding it. Uh, all right, so uh, you guys, I've got packing to do. I've got to double-check my list again. Uh, I just finished watching Evil Dead. I sat down with the missus and we watched Evil Dead for the who knows how many thousandth time. Uh, and uh, let me just just tell you, because I've got it, there's an Evil Dead panel. Uh, it is Saturday at 1 p.m. for the horror track. That's Weston, Peachtree 1 and 2. Uh, I'll be moderating that one. And it will be, if you're not going to be at Dragon Con, it will be available as an episode of the Needless Things podcast probably in October during our month of spooky horror. Uh, so I, I went back and I watched Evil Dead again. But... I realized as I was watching it, I was like, I don't want to watch Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness because that's my normal thing that I've done for the past 25 years or whatever. I don't watch Evil Dead without watching Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. But in this instance, I didn't want to do that because I want Evil Dead fresh in my mind and certain elements of those movies, as you know if you've seen them, sort of blend together. So we watched Evil Dead... And I was like, cool. It was so weird, because normally the next move is put in Evil Dead 2, and I didn't do it this time. Uh, I turned on the commentary. I've got I've got an older version of Evil Dead. It's the Anchor Bay Book of the Dead version that comes in the sort of prop replica uh, Necronomicon, which, by the way, is not even accurate to Evil Dead. I didn't realize that until this viewing, and I don't know how I missed it before, but the Necronomicon, which isn't even called the Necronomicon in Evil Dead... Uh, but this, the, the packaging that this comes in is really more like the Necronomicon from Evil Dead 2. Um, but it's still really cool. It's a little prop replica and the disc is in the back. Um, but it's an older version on DVD. I had it on Blu-ray at one point, And this is going to sound so dumb. It was too crisp. I watched it and it just looked too clean to me. So I got rid of it, which I should have... Why? Why would I get rid of it? Because the special features, there were new commentaries on there. This one has a commentary with Sam Raimi and Bob Tapert, and then a separate commentary with Bruce Campbell, and then tons of great special features. And then the Blu-ray that I had had a new commentary with Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi, and I... I why didn't I just keep that? I don't know. We, we do dumb things, don't we? Uh, but anyway... So I watched Evil Dead, and I exercised restraint and did not watch the next two movies. Uh, but as soon as I get home from Dragon Con uh, and and finish watching the AEW pay-per-view, which is happening during Dragon Con, which drives me crazy, I had considered ordering it and watching it in the room, but as much as CM Punk, one of my all-time favorite wrestlers, top five easily, possibly number three, uh, William Regal is my all-time favorite wrestler, uh, Chris Jericho is up there despite sort of his ups and downs that he's had. I still think he's one of the greatest of all time. Uh, and, you know, CM Punk and, and probably in that top three. But So to, to watch his return match live is very important to me. However, that return match isn't going anywhere, and Dragon Con is. So Monday when I get home... Uh, I'll sit down and I'll watch AEW uh, all all out. It's all out, right? What a bad fan I am. Uh, and then after that, I'll watch Evil Dead to an Army of Darkness. 
So that's my plan. You know what the plan is now? The plan now is to play a little bit of music and then to go right into our special uh, Dragon Con, Drunken Con, whatever you want to call it episode, where uh, we just hang out, we have fun, and we look forward to the coming weekend. So thank you guys for tuning in. If you're going to Dragon Con, uh, check out our panels. Find me. Say hi. Get some free buttons from me I, I th- i'm gonna have a very 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 limited number of magnets from our friend uh belligerent monkey check out belligerentmonkey.com. uh the brand new magnets uh, that you will not be able to get in any other way than running into me at dragon con uh so if, if you see me say hi now i might be in a hurry who knows i'm, I'm uh, that that's one of the things like I love doing the panels and stuff, but I do feel like I'm always like running around and I don't have enough time to hang with everybody. So if you see me and I'm like, "Hey, awesome to see you. I got to go." I'm I'm sorry. I just I do have to go. Uh but d- d- ask me for stuff. I'll have free stuff to give away. And now I'm going to give you more free stuff in the form of a podcast. Enjoy. I'm not going to bother with a timer. Is this just audio? Yes, this is just audio.
Okay. Um, yeah, I look like uh, I fell out is, of the ugly tree very is hard. Is somebody today. breathe whistling? Oz is outside. Oh, okay. That's yeah, he's smoking. Yeah, I'm outside. I'm going to go back in a second. Gosh. Good Lord. No, he's, I'm sorry. He's practicing breathe whistling. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the kids it's are challenge doing it. show. All right. Thing. I've got, I've got notes. <laughs> that's some breathe whistling. That's very good. Oh, that's like, it's like tenacious D. We all have a inward, inward singing. Yeah. Um. All right. So we're going to talk about Dragon Con. Uh, I've got some. Oz, your crickets are really fucking annoying. What? I'm going. I'm going. Here, I can hear your crotch crickets. Use <laughs> uh, not as out with the shampoo. It was probably. Yeah. I can hear on. your pubic lice. Okay, I, we got one more question from a uh, from a listener. So I've got to add that to my notes here. Why is this so stupid? Okay. All right. The question? Yes. Why is this so stupid? Have you met us? Good good answer. Very good answer. Okay. So we're going to talk about uh, Dragon Con. We're going to talk about this year's. We're going to talk about the past. We're going to talk about whatever comes to mind uh, as we sit here and, in in my case, drink some Four Roses bourbon. I am drinking vodka mixed with... uh, two-day-old um, Chick-fil-A lemonade. Keeping it classy. Oh, what? That's all I had. Two, uh, you, go, you go with what you got. Yeah. Uh, do you know that I used to make Chick-fil-A lemonade? And no. I can, why, would I can, I, why would I know that? I can tell you a story. <laughs> like that? Like that at could, Chick-fil-A? Or you just, that, you yeah, just yeah. I, <laughs> I would just show up and wander behind the counter. No, I might... <laughs> My first, I got this. My first job was at Chick Fil A uh, when I was fifteen, and they do make, or at least back th- back in eighteen forty three or whatever, they made the lemonade in the store on site. So we had a big giant uh, juicer. You'd get a big ass bag of lemons. You'd cut them all in half, and you'd sit there for like an hour just with this loud ass juicer that shot lemon juice and seeds directly into your face the whole time. And everybody's and, like, why is your forearm so big? Yeah. <laughs> and you right. Tell them it's from jacking off all the time. Then just well, juicing lemons all day long. And, and in addition, juicing lemons. in addition <laughs> to the juice and the seeds, just shooting out into your face, uh, you know, your hands are in there. A lemon bukkake, if you will. Doing that, yes, very much so. Uh, and they gave you these little plastic gloves that I don't know if you guys have ever had restaurant quality plastic gloves. They suck dicks. That immediately tear open. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have any hangnails right along the edge. Uh, right. If you have any hangnails whatsoever, just lemon juice going straight in there. But also whatever's in your hangnails. Going out of there into the lemonade. Right into the lemonade. Right into the lemonade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes it tangy. The horrible, revolting process. Like everybody fought to see who had to make the lemonade. And it, it was uh, the only job less desired than making the lemonade was cleaning out the grease trap. Uh, so, yeah, 
I've, I have some experience with Chick-fil-A lemonade and, uh, I, I don't recommend anybody drink it. Well, I mixed it with vodka, so it's safe now. Well, that's fine. That'll clear yeah. it right up. It yeah. sanitizes all the fucking hangnail juice. All the hangnail juice. Yeah. So we're going to talk about our schedule first, because that's what I've got in my notes first. Uh, we've got a lot of needless things, stuff, uh, other stuff beyond that to talk about. So for me, let's see, Friday at 1 p.m. 1991, or excuse me, Geek Year 1991, uh, title chosen by Joe Crow many years ago, and now we're stuck with it, uh, where we will basically do one of our flashback deals where we look back at pop culture stuff in 1991. Uh, Beth and Nicole, you're both on that? I'm on it, I know. I'm on it. Okay, that's what I thought. Unless you change without telling Oz, me. Oz, do you want to be on it? I could be on it. If you want to. Can you come I, up with yeah, like I mean, I don't, things I, to talk about from 1991? I, I'll have to see if I can prepare something. But You're very you're very entertaining. I think that would be fun. You'd be a fun surprise. Because I don't know. Um, obviously, Chad, our, our pal Chad Shonk, was going to be on it. And now he can't come to Dragon Con because... everything's kind of crazy right now Mm -hmm. uh and we have another super special mystery guest that may or may not be able to make it so i don't want to make any announcements but i will say either way you're going to be delighted because now oz might be on the panel i am delighted i'm so delighted uh and then that same day friday at 10 p.m it is the return after three years of the big damn game show all of us are involved and we know this because we just had our final meeting about the big damn game show i gotta tell you guys since we wrapped that meeting up or since like halfway through that meeting do you know that feeling you get when the star wars theme starts playing yes like the those nerd chills i've had that like since like halfway through the game show meeting i'm so excited i'm i'm like Vibrating your, did you, your nipples got erect with nerd energy well they pretty much always are I've, okay. it's a it's a thing with me um and no you know what that's almost a theme with with ryan too we've got a lot of nipple Ryan's got prominent nipples. yeah and and this year we'll we'll it's save true. it for the game show but this year i think he's going to be producing more nipples than ever than usual, yeah. But but usual. it is but it is still a family friendly or PG thirteen. We keep it PG thirteen. We're a little uh, cool. We're a little edgy. Yeah, we're a little we're we're edgy like your your uncle who's a little afraid of your mom, so he doesn't Wait, get too crazy. <laughs> does that mean I can say fuck one time? No, it does not. No. Damn it. So, uh, big game game show. We can't Saturday, say fuck it off. Friday night, ten p.m. What? We can't say fuck it off. No. I thought you just asked if you could say motherfuck, and I'm like, that's worse. Nicole, I don't think your character would say fuck. Really? We're not even PG-13. We're really PG. We're we're not even as dirty as the Goonies. Yeah. Which is good, because if if you've watched Goonies lately, you know it's it's really not acceptable at, at all. Um, uh, Beetlejuice is uh, super like not PG, but it's rated PG. It's crazy. But it, I mean, it it is because the rating system is so messed up because it's but not he about says fuck in it. What? 
Who says? So fuck? Juice says, "Nice fucking model," and he kicks over the tree. Oh, yeah. but it's their one. It's their one fuck. Yeah, but it was but that's PG thirteen is one fuck. No, Beetlejuice is PG thirteen, isn't it? Is it? I'm pretty uh, sure. It's- I thought it was thirteen. I think it's thirteen. I'm checking. Yeah, you're that. right, but either way, I got in trouble when I Dave, went. Dave's checking the archive. <laughs> so we are we are uh, tamer and less funny than Beetlejuice. So you take that <laughs> as you will. Uh, no, no, but but we will move along faster. So there's that. Right. Uh, Saturday. What the heck is Saturday? I don't even remember now. Oh, Saturday. Beetlejuice is, is PG. Sorry. What? No. What? Yeah. And he says fuck in it. The internet says so. 100%. It is absolutely ridiculous. 100%. That I feel like I have to verify this. It's completely stupid. Well, then maybe he doesn't say fuck. Maybe it's one of those things where that's what you think he says. No, he says it because no, I got in does. trouble. I worked at Blockbuster and I was like, we can watch PG movies. And I got in a lot of trouble when a kid was watching it and Beetlejuice says fuck. <laughs> well, now it's... I just completely... I always, thought, I always thought he said it. My two cents. But that's, I mean, before, that's what I thought too. Was that before PG-13? Uh no, because the first PG thirteen movie was Gremlins, I think. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, PG thirteen existed. Okay, I don't see where IMDb tells me what it's rated. If you grab your PG DVD copy of it, I oh, guarantee. Wait. No MPAA rating. Yeah, PG. Yep. It, okay. Is first two things. Is Beetlejuice rated PG? Despite the PG rating by MPAA because of the curse words, scary moments, and various adult references, Common Sense Media rated Beetlejuice as appropriate for 13 and up. Uh, and then, does Beetlejuice say the F word? Some of us who grew up with this film but haven't seen it in some time may be surprised to know that Beetlejuice yells out the F word in one scene. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. I, I never... I mean, I don't, who looks at the ratings on movies ever? Yeah. I did because I worked at Blockbuster and I wanted to watch Beetlejuice. See, I saw my grandfather took me to see this in 1988. Uh, and I don't remember him. Of course, he might have fallen asleep. That was a common theme with my mom and my grandfather because they were the ones that took me to see movies. And a lot of times, like my mom fortunately fell asleep before Spike said shit in Transformers the movie. <laughs> because she probably would have picked me up and taken me out because it would have for, for okay, whatever, we're done here. Well, for for whatever reason, it would have been so much worse for a cartoon to be saying shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember for a that. live action movie to be saying shit. That was a part of my childhood, too. I remember like if there were cartoons cursing, my parents were way more sensitive. About yeah. 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 Like, way more. <laughs> I don't know why. It's so weird. That is funny. I think because it's just so unexpected in a cartoon. Uh, yeah, well, well, especially in the 80s. Yeah. Like, we didn't know, we'd never even heard the word anime, so the idea of a tentacle invading somebody's orifices <laughs> was very foreign to us at the time. Yes, I did not learn about that until adulthood. Yeah. So. My parents were watching that weird Ralph Bakshi shit. Oh, so. like Street Fight and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah. The see, shit I, I never I got into, but I, yeah, they expected nastiness in cartoons. I didn't have any awareness of that stuff until I was old enough to have my own uh, movie store, not Blockbuster, the movie store uh, membership card. Uh, all right. So Saturday at 1 p.m., uh, Evil Dead. Yeah. 40th anniversary panel for the horror track. 
Yes. Uh, Can't wait. Ked Evers, you're on that. I think that's it. Beth, you're not on that one. I'm not on that one. Um, that's going to be, I mean, it's Evil Dead. What are you going to do? Uh, and then Saturday, you guys, nothing else. That's my only panel that day. What about you guys? Anything? I don't have any panels except ones I'm going to try to go to. I I think my only panel on Saturday is Evil Dead. That's it. I think everything that I'm I'm on I'm on with you, Dave. Oh, and um, it is worth noting. Let me start drinking. Well, I mean, we'll do that Thursday. Yeah. Which speaking of Thursday, no noob Thursday, no noob Thursday. Pacing <laughs> ourselves. Oh, yeah, I know, right? This year is pacing. We we had a uh, we had a little bit of a rough time. Uh, a few years ago. Well, I think a couple of years we've had a little bit of a rough time Friday morning. You were fucked up when I showed up on Thursday. <laughs> you had to cancel a panel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that, I do have another one on Saturday, 11.30 a.m. Uh, DDP. I will be moderating oh, a panel yeah. oh, right, right, Diamond right. Dallas page, which is I'll be there. I am going to be there, and I'm going to try to like use all of my, hey, that guy's my friend power. <laughs> because, holy shit. Uh yeah, that's I'm very excited about that. As soon as he was announced as a guest, I, I started sort of throwing it out there like, hey, we should get him to do a panel with me. That I should moderate. Yeah. Yeah, because that's how it works. Um, all right. So Thursday, it is confirmed now DCW Dragon Con Wrestling is happening. Uh I wasn't sure about that. Because it, you, there, there is another wrestling show that same night in Atlanta that would use a lot of the talent that's usually at DCW. So I was kind of wondering if they were even doing it. Oh, wow. Um, right. Yeah. But they... But we're not going to DCW, right? Uh, I mean, I'll stop by and say hi to everybody. Because I, I know so many of those people. But I'm... I mean, I'm not going to stay the whole time or anything. It's there. It's it's too too many people now. Too I don't know. It's a lot. I I love seeing the wrestlers, uh, but the like the audience. I don't even know who the hooligans are anymore. Somebody was asking for T-shirts. I'm like, I don't even know you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Right. I need to I need to shut that group down. I don't. Even yeah, know, you do. I don't even know who those people are. No, they're um, people who got shirts when Schweck bought too many, and now right. they think they're all hooligans. He wanted like, his money back, sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, you know, I don't blame him. He wanted to recoup the money he invested, right. but... Right, right, no, that's We don't fine. know who the hell you people are. That's fine. You don't get a t-shirt and become a hooligan. I don't know. I kind of think you do. Being a hooligan isn't about the t-shirt, okay? You don't give Schweck 10 bucks and you're in. <laughs> what is What is it about, then? I think it's about I think it's about showing up for wrestling every year and, and having a t-shirt. I mean, it's really not anything more than that. I mean, that sounds about right. Okay, <laughs> first time I went to the wrestling fine. The first time I went to the wrestling, Schweig just handed me a shirt, and I was like, "I'm in." Like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you won. Yeah. yeah, you you passed the the membership test. Yeah. Do you uh, have ten dollars? I didn't even have to have ten dollars. Yeah. Well, yeah, oh. he's if you catch Schweig when he's drunk enough, he's just giving them away. Like so first, that means if you catch Schweck. Well, right. The first right. Like, if you just talk to minutes, Schweck anytime. The first 10 minutes of DCW, like he will want money for them. And then after that, he'll just give you the shirt because he doesn't uh, want to keep up with them anymore. So that's that's where I went wrong. I met him before DCW so that I could change into my shirt. Right. Exactly. So you should have just waited. 
But also, we only ever ordered like two or three girl shirts. Yeah. We, we tried to do better, but girl shirts are far more expensive to have produced. Yeah, they're far more expensive, and also nobody ever buys them. Yeah, like, even right. girls buy the guy ones. Like, yeah. it, it's you know, so... it's collar all up around the neck. I, I totally that's, understand that's, what you're saying. That's why... I agree, but with my band, like, every time we buy girl shirts, like, no one buys them. Well, yeah, this I is... prefer girl shirts, too, but, you know, now I have... 300 casket creatures girl shirts because nobody buys them. Well, this is something I was going to bring up uh, to Ryan next time we were just having kind of a, a mental jam, but I'll go ahead and bring it up now. I think the next run of casket creatures shirts uh, should be some sweet V-necks. I think a, I think a V-neck casket creatures shirt would would really yes. catch on fire. It would oh, definitely yeah. sell a lot for sure. I mean, I did. You, I mean, I I don't know if you noticed this or not because you're you're up on stage rocking it out putting your vibe out there you don't have time to take in the the fashion choices of of the horror punk community a lot of v-necks a lot of v-necks a lot of v-necks pastels too yes you'd be surprised so i think more pastels than you would think yeah colorful crowd one one is more than I would think. I would think none, right? Absolutely. I think a nice selection of some pastel pink, blue, yellow with a deep creatures. V. Deep V. Yes. Yeah. yeah. DP. I, I, I think it's a win. It. No, like we don't. It. We don't. That's a whole other thing. With DP. <laughs> That's a different thing. The new casket creatures DVDA pastel collection. <laughs> Um, I used to have a Dr. Pepper shirt that literally said on the front, I heart DP. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. I know. I know. It was awesome. That's fucking hilarious. All right. So, <laughs> so Saturday, my recommendation, we'll see what happens because Dragon Con's crazy. I, everybody listening, I hope you've already got the app. I hope you've already taken a look at what's going on. I uh, hope you have starred all of our panels. Uh, but Saturday night, the thing I would like to to recommend that I plan to be at right now is the adult puppetry improv. It's one of my favorite things that I've ever been to at Dragon Con. It's hilarious. It's great. And seeing entertainers have to do improv, but with puppets is great. I love it. It's awesome. Did so that's you a do big it Saturday. one year? I did do it one year. I got up on stage with uh, Leslie Carrera-Rudolph and Tyler Bunch, uh, and they coached me through a whole thing, and it was incredible. It's uh, As much as I love like the game show and everything else, it's one of my favorite things I've ever done at Dragon Con. It was, it was wild, and should, I was we positive. Should, we should all go do a team. Well, it's not like that. It's No, it's, I know, but I mean, would, you think they would let us all go do it? Uh, we're pretty funny. We're probably pretty funny. probably not. We have not been vetted. No, I'll, I'll, do one to, I'll after, talk to Bo. after the official show's over. We'll do the after show. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the after party, or hey, a after, stupid drunk after people the party. Spo- after the spooning picture with Bo, I think Bo owes me that. <laughs> I I I feel sure you're right about that. Maybe well maybe after. The game show, since we'll have the ballroom the whole rest of the night, maybe we'll just have our own puppetry improv. Improv too. The ballroom without yes. without puppets, because we won't have any. We can make some. Mm-hmm. Sure, no problem. I'll just make a Kenny Loggins puppet. 
<laughs> Anything could be a puppet. Uh, so that's Saturday night, but Saturday is pretty open. I'm stoked. And then Sunday, uh, I've got Audible Interlude, the first ever live Audible Interlude G.I. Joe podcast panel. Uh, and then after that, 1981, this, this is, and I feel like I have to clarify this, uh, again because the track director has has decided a, a thing should be the way that it is uh 1981 the year of the werewolf uh where we will be discussing an american werewolf in london which checks the werewolf box yes uh we'll be discussing the howling which also yes. checks the werewolf box and we'll be discussing wolfen which doesn't get anywhere near the werewolf box but does check the naked edward james almost box Lots why of was i not invited to this panel edward james almost asked the name I got a little secret. I've never even fucking seen that movie. What? Well, well, I certainly hope you're planning to watch it between I am. now and Sunday. I am. Are you on the panel? Yeah. Yeah, you might want to give it a watch. Yeah, I'll give it a watch. I'll skim He's it. He's going to read I'll a summary. It. He's going to read the Cliff's notes. I'll skim it. It's <laughs> worth watching oh Edward James almost his ass. Dude, I know. Wolf I know I know we're all busy as shit. I know we've got a ton of stuff left to do before Dragon Con, but Ryan, if you could possibly print up a fake Cliff's Notes of Wolfen and put up a picture <laughs> of you looking at it. Oh, yeah, totally. That would be hilarious. <laughs> um, Wolfen for dummies. But, uh, but yeah, we're going to be talking about, about that. And then Sunday night, um, of course, the, the Puppet Slam is the highlight of dragon con that i'm not involved with uh so i'm i'm very excited about that but that yeah very got, very hey, are we gonna get our back door pass uh wait wait we're, we don't what? we don't talk about that don't you always have a back door pass to everything I, Oz, <laughs> Oz has has a wide open back door um i wasn't an so, idiot. i didn't know that we were doing a back door pass i heard so, that oz loves dp <laughs> he, well, he does. That's a fact. But f for me, well, what else have we got? Have you guys got anything else? My uh, my plan uh, on 3 p.m. on Sunday, uh, I'm going to get really fucking drunk. That's all I got. I don't know. Uh, what are you doing at 1 p.m. on Sunday, Ryan? I'm going to get really, really fucking, fucking drunk. drunk. <laughs> okay. I'm doing that with Before that... Message. You're gonna be uh, really semi sober for DP, for the Oculus Things presents video game Hall of Fame, please. Semi sober. Oh, yeah, you have oh shit! <laughs> yes, dude. Yes. I thought you're. I, I thought you're fucking kidding. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> you legit forgot. I messaged you earlier. <laughs> he didn't forget. I didn't forget. He just forgot just, when it was. My, my whole point is, I'm gonna be really drunk. Right. That was the joke. I You're was still going to gonna be drunk from the night before at 1 p.m. on Sunday, and that's fine. Well, I mean, that's possible. That's totally fine. He's a, he's a young man. He can still do that. Yeah, that's true. I'm not feeling as young as I have been <laughs> past years. Okay, but I'm rooming with you, so feel young quietly when you you know <laughs> stay up till four in the morning. I will. I will. I will be respectful when I'm trashed. <laughs> no, so it's I fine. If you guys are up, I'll be up. It's fine. Yeah. I think we all this year kind of wanted to take it a little easier. Yeah. Wanted to be able to, to relax more because I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I really haven't had a vacation. No, no. not at all. No. And no. Since from life Dragon Con anything. 2019. I've, I've taken time off, but I've stayed home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
our honeymoon was the last thing I like really fucking did like real vacation. So I I want as much as I love doing the work for dragon con, uh, I've, I've only got six things this year and that's, I'm excited about all the downtime. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like, you know, last year was so soul crushing, not being a dragon con, like all of us got together on like a zoom call and, talked about Dragon Con and got drunk and I cried a little bit and it was a whole fucking thing and like I feel like I need this Dragon Con um, in so many ways like I need this time with my friends I need to blow off steam I need a break from life so I'm super excited that we're just we're going to Dragon Con again you know and just to be there and like be in the dragon con moment as much as possible i'm just gonna say i think the real dragon con is the friends i made along the way oh my Suck, god you're Seven right <laughs> absolutely or, is you're fired um uh, that's why i scheduled so many fewer panels this year uh 2019 i think i had six panels plus the movie pre- premiere i didn't have any downtime i would go to take a nap and it'd be like okay well i have you know an hour to try to fall asleep before i have to get up and go eat so i can go be on more panels yeah, there it's, was no it's, downtime. It's weird how they sneak up on you um, because, the oh, yeah, here's another big thing that I mean, I've announced, but I'm going to mention it here again. Uh, Troublemaker, the documentary shot by our friend Jason C. Wilson about me from 2017, no, 2016 to 2017 is when we shot it. Uh, very much about Dragon Con. And you will be able to see a... We're calling it the Dragon Cut. It's a clean, family-friendly version of the film uh, streaming on DragonCon TV at 11.30 p.m. Thursday night. Uh, I asked if it was going to be replayed throughout the weekend because they do that with a lot of their content on DragonCon TV. I haven't gotten a response yet, so I'm not sure. Uh, But yeah, that that will be available to watch Thursday night at 11.30, just wherever it's in the hotel room or wherever. Nicole and Ryan and I aren't in a host hotel. We're at Sexy Blue Hotel. So where's oh, the watch sure. party? Uh, well, yeah. You know what? That's I've, I've had a lot of people say, hey, you should have a watch party. Well, we did that two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I was there for that, but, you know, I, I don't, just saying. Look, I'd love to sit down and watch it with a bunch of people again, but at the same time, that's not what I want to be doing at 1130 on Thursday night. That's true. I, I want to be in the Marriott for New Year, you know, for midnight, for the non-existent ball drop yeah right like i, I don't want to be but sitting Oz in the room. has that covered right the ball no, drop? My, my ball never dropped that's the problem <laughs> well half the non-existent did, ball right? drop i feel that like this is gonna five. be a real ball centric dragon con <laughs> well that's okay too i think that's fine uh so lots you know we're gonna get to party a lot we're gonna get to have some fun do some panels uh but we do have to mention something that's kind of a disappointment. I was driving around the other day, listening to my typical nerdy music I listen to, and Cybertronic Spree's cover of "The Touch" came on, mm, and I, I am got so sad uh, about that. I, like, sad I got, and angry. This this was uh, a few weeks ago. I got like emotional in the car because it means so much to me that we're going back to Dragon Con, and that to be able to see Cybertronic Spree again. And They've become a part of Dragon Con for me, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? A big part. Uh, 
and unfortunately, because of the, the craziness in the world, and, and I'll go ahead and say it because so many people are irresponsible, we're still suffering the effects of this pandemic, uh, and they are not able to get into the U.S. to come to Dragon Con. So one of the best parts of Dragon Con for the past couple of years, or a few years, I guess, because they, play, they played two years, right? Yeah. yeah. 2018 and 2019. Yep. We just yeah. didn't get to go in 2018. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We yeah. Did. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like Silver Surfer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We yeah. Made it. Ryan was wearing a full because that was the bodysuit. That was the first year that we did the game show earlier. Yes. Okay. Right. And so we got to see it. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah, we we got to see them both years, and and it's it's amazing. If if for anybody listening, if you've never seen Cybertronic Spree live, you need to. There, there's so much. I was expecting these people in transformers costumes up on stage just sort of not really moving a whole lot because they're in transformers costumes but being fun they put on a full-on rock show it's like watching van halen but they're transformers i don't know how they do it yeah. no uh, it's incredible yeah. i mean yeah it's they're amazing like them it's and them and like uh here come the mummies which did like 16 and oh. 17 i think yeah they're you know incredible. what here come the mummies are great and all, but they're fucking mummies. They they're in comfortable wrappings. They can no, run I know. around all they want. I'm just saying, like those are like the most like entertaining bands. I say it sucks because Calibri's really... is still my favorite Dragon Con band, but they've only played two years, and it's a lot I, uh, for them to get out here. I'm just not. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not like jazzed about any of the bands this year. But I also don't care. I'm just like whatever. Like yeah, we'll, it doesn't matter. We'll wander we can get around drunk in the Marriott. There the are so many dance parties. We can yeah. make Dave dance to some crappy music he doesn't like. There's no make. That's gonna happen. No oh yeah, what. I do that every year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. We'll wander around. We'll make our own fun. That's yeah. I don't give a shit. That's part of the greatness of it. But that's one of the things I love about Dragon Con. Right. But it is definitely unfortunate that it Cybertronic sucks. Spree can't make it. And we, it does. We just, I just want to, I'm going to pour out a little beverage for our Cybertronic homies. They can't be with us. Uh, speaking of beverage, I'm, I'm just not down in enough of this. So what do you guys, I, I'm going to, the next bullet point, I'm going to put on hold for a second. What, what are your drinking plans? Because I've, over the last few years, since I've gotten a little bit older, since things are hitting me a little bit harder, I found that I have to really like, okay, this is what I'm going to drink and that's it. And I stick to like, I had one year where I stuck to nothing but fireball and whiskey and did pretty okay. Uh, wow. I, I find I do better with liquor. I've stopped drinking beer entirely at dragon con. Beer yeah, is what gives I don't me problems. No, I thought about taking some seltzers and stuff, but I don't want to deal with carrying a cooler around. A flask of vodka. And see, and that's another is thing is is having to carry the beers around is such a yeah. pain in the ass. And it's not like no. I'm going to pay twelve dollars, you know, every hour to get another beer from the hotel. No, how I've got half the reason to hours. have a hotel room is to have a place to sleep. The other yeah. half is to have a place to keep your free booze. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. I have a 32 ounce like sports bottle with a little like handy dandy handle thing on it and like a carabiner and I'm going to fill it up with uh, vodka and something to mix it with. Um, the one thing Chick I've learned Chick-fil-A is lemonade. Probably <laughs> Chick-fil-A Dude, lemonade. I mean, but, it's pretty but, fucking solid. But that aged two little days. hangnail juice. Chick-fil-A lemonade. Yeah. 
the one thing I've learned is like, you know, with seltzers and stuff like that, you can't pour that into a bottle and keep it on your person no, because the carbonation will pop the lid open. I yeah, know yeah. this because it's happened to me. I'm like sitting there like walking around having a good time. And then all of a sudden my fucking pocket explodes. Shit's <laughs> spraying out. Do you know, do you know when I learned that? I lesson? thought you were just happy to see me. When, right? when I was a kid, because uh, we had uh, your lunchbox came with a thermos. And when I was a kid, I tried to put Coca-Cola in a thermos. Yep. Didn't work. And it did. It was bad. Yeah. It was a bad scene. You I learned that as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I have bought uh, many different flavors of uh, water flavoring. So I'm going to carry a little tube of Mio. And oh, yeah. That shit mixes really well with vodka. A flask oh, of vodka, a little tube of Mio, and then I can yeah. just refill wherever there's free water. There you go. Yeah, I think I, I think I just last time I just drank a glass. You just of... I went to put water into the vodka slash mio concoction that I had made, you know, because you're supposed to put water in it. But you just drank the vodka and mio, and we're like, no, this is fine. And he was you like, drank yeah, a glass of good. vodka. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. He did that. That was fun. <laughs> that was a good time. I was like, hey, maybe you shouldn't time. drink a whole glass of vodka. And he that's was what like, happens yeah, at the sexy blue hotel. <laughs> Don't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> I suggested point, how to enjoy your best life, Ryan. That, that's when, as a wife, I just wash my hands of my husband yeah. for the evening. No, I don't blame you. And just wish him luck. I, I, I can <laughs> call me if you have an emergency. There's there something magical about Dragon Con where, like, if I'm going, you know, like even this last convention I was at, it's like 12 o'clock. I'm fucking dead. I'm tired. But like Dragon Con, I always have like that second win where I can drink all day and party all night and never, never get tired. Third or fourth wind. I mean, Sharon yeah, and I yeah. were playing video games at 3 a.m. We were doing Dance Dance Revolution. It's crazy. It's, it's right? different. There's something about the energy down there. Yeah. yeah. And about it, it is being... feeding off the other people's energy. Yes, absolutely. And about it's a real thing. I mean, it's a real thing. I mean, I, that's. Dude, on Thursday, when I walk in there and I, I even just loading in, which sucks, I hate loading in. Yeah. But I don't hate it because I'm at Dragon Con and I'm like, I'm already feeling that Dragon Con vibe. And it's like, it's, it's, it's real, man. You know, as soon as you get into that little five hotel area, you just start to feel like I was saying earlier, those, those nerd chills, like yeah, you get tables. energized. Yeah. yeah. Right? Your nips pop out and you just, it's, I mean, it's re it really blasts. is like magic. Like it's yeah. like fucking, it's not like anything you can experience in your normal day to day the, life. The closest thing to it, I think is going to Walt Disney world. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause it's I can do same separation from reality Yeah, where all of the worries and concerns you have in your normal life that would usually sort of keep you from just partying to your fullest. Yeah, are just gone. You're able yeah. to to leave them and forget about them, and be your ultimate party self. Yep. And part of it's too is like it, it's like especially if you're staying like on property, which goes with Disney and Dragon Con. Yes. It's like you don't have to worry about it because you can get fucking shit face and you can just go to your hotel room. You're you're right. immersed in a different world. Yeah. Like there's no like downside. Like you're right. not going to be late for work the next day or get yelled at. Like it's just like you know whatever. Although I yeah. don't know that we should quite Dragon Con drink at Disney. Yes. Maybe that's nah. where the dividing line is. I mean, if you go, if you do the Epcot. Epcot. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, we just get pretty hammered at Epcot. Yeah, I got. I've been yeah. fucking hammered at Epcot. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's I easy to it. do. Yeah, if you haven't done the Epcot pub crawl, you, you really haven't lived. Yeah, drink around the world. Yeah. Well, I've. I mean, I've never made it around the world. Oh, we we, oh, we really? made yeah. it all the way around the world. Like now? a drink in every country. Yes. Yeah. How? We're fucking Whoa. trash. <laughs> yeah. Have you? You never really nave? No. No. No, it cost a lot, and we were really. Oh, it was real expensive. Yeah, yeah. But it was amazing. I uh, had not been to Epcot as an adult. Last time I went, I, I was twelve, been. so I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was wow. thir- twelve or thirteen when I went, and so me and him went for my birthday a couple of years ago, and it was just like it was amazing, and we got super trashed. Yeah, I've I've never gotten oh, a drink do. in every country. I, I yeah. can't. There's no way. I don't even know know how you would do it. Well, it's I do. wild. I know how. Well, I was in the Navy, so I, I have <laughs> drinking in every country. <laughs> I was just like, I've done the real yeah. thing. I'm right. I, I may buy a bottle country. of Jacko Blast just in case anybody wants to stop by the sexy blue hotel on their way to or from the, the uh, Westin. I, um, I've got to stop because I, uh, I bought a thing of Fireball and I bought a thing of Four Roses the other day, but then I ran out of house bourbon. So I'm drinking my Dragon Con bourbon now. So I'm going to have to get another bottle of that. So I think I think I may do Jacko Blast instead of Fireball this year. Oof, gosh, that's I overdid the Fireball in 2019. Hey, statement, I'm all for it. Nothing but Jacko Blast? No, no, I, vodka. No, not just Jacko Blast. But on, I, I will, get oh, okay, I will okay. drink Jacko Blast. I'm just going straight, uh, like vodka lemonade, vodka. You're, you're just going straight whatever somebody puts in front of you. That well, yeah, that's a glass of vodka, <laughs> some flavoring with some vodka, like whatever. I have, I have been crack. experimenting. You know, somebody's got some good crack, I'll do that. Like, hey, I've got some gin in my butthole. Want me to do a handstand? Let's do dude, it. Sure. I'm not even kidding, though. If I'm drunk enough, like I would be like, yeah, sure. Like, that's fine. Okay, yeah. no, no, no. We're going we're gonna to draw the line to you drinking out of anyone's asshole at Dragon Con. I'm sorry. There's got to be a marriage rule somewhere. Yeah, that we'll, wouldn't be a first. I'm a though. real we'll, lean we'll I don't first. give a shit. But we <laughs> no, can't drink out of strangers' assholes. Somebody's gonna walk up to Ryan and be like, "Hey, I've got a butthole full of gin right now." And Nicole's gonna be like, "Well, use a straw." <laughs> I will be like, "Honey, we talked about this." <laughs> I Look, man, you the, you I can't solved... cage a bird. He's got to be free. <laughs> That's true. That's, That's right. You have no idea how high I can fly. I don't want the. <laughs> It's not going ass to mouth if he uses a straw. That's right. That's that's mouth to straw. Safety first, kids. Yeah. I do have I do have a pack of silly straws. You don't want to you don't want to kill wildlife. It's it's too silly. Um Uh, yeah, well yeah, you can't use that. You don't want to use a plastic straw. You get, get a make sure they've got one of those nice oh, yeah. straws. Here's the thing, though, man. You don't want to harm the turtles when you're drinking the, out of people's assholes. The steel I ass straw. Straws. Yeah. Um, I, I do know for a fact there was a, there was a guy with a Thor's hammer that was filled with booze. Yeah. And just some random guy. And it was filled with like some random brown, milky, like shit. I don't know. Like it wasn't shit. It was booze, but it was like no problem. I, I did aggressively drink that, and Ryan was like, What the fuck? And Nicole are you was doing? drinking out of it, and I was like, What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, why are you drinking out of this man's he was worthy. complete stranger? He was worthy. Yeah. He was worthy. Yeah. 
This of all, all right. years we, is like, not the year to drink out of strangers. No, no. And that's, that may have and been that's... the first time we went to Dragon Con together. And, you know, it was like the first day and Ryan was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, welcome to Dragon Con, bitch. <laughs> I'm living life, well, baby. But but that, you're right. This be year... One thing that's weird about this year that's like, that that's, has always happened in years past is like, drinking random stranger shit yeah and yeah. i do think i'm going to be very conscious of that this year no matter how oh, yeah. i get i'm not yeah. at all i'll drink y'all shit even out of yeah. your bottle oh, yeah oh my but god I'm not drinking other stuff i will drink exclusively out of our butthole <laughs> that's right <laughs> um we have our room to do that or at least go in the bathroom which uh, no, I would like to see this actually. So let's let's uh, just go ahead and plan this one. This is going to be are, a panel. We have We're our, all practicing our handstands. This, <laughs> this, this is, is safety COVID butt bubble. This is going to be done. Dave, on can the, we uh, can we swap rooms while they do this? <laughs> this is going to be on the sci-fi ass crack track. Uh, the the butthole guzzle. I feel like you should definitely be like the leader of that track. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll I'll be, I'll moderate. Awesome. Absolutely. I'll be the director. That's fine. Uh, all right, let's move moderator. on. Let's move on because we got. I'm going to do a panel on space boners. I don't normally space boners. Yeah, yeah, I'm down with that. Gosh, they really, they really should give me a track. They why, why can't I get a convention to put me in charge of something? Yeah, that's insane. They am really I going to have to? Am right? I going to have to start DaveCon? Yes, but the problem is I can't do it in Atlanta because I've realized. One of the biggest challenges of my like entertainment life is the fact that I'm in Atlanta and too many people are doing things. Yeah, true. Right. If I lived elsewhere, I could be like the king of the town. Yeah, but no, you're here, right. there's too much. Boise, Idaho, every, here we come. Every yes. fucking person has to <laughs> do it. Boise Con 2022 Fuck gonna yeah. happen. Uh, all right, let's move on. I've got. I, I heard I Toledo's have, looking for a king. Dude, shh. Toledo? Is that what you said? I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. Um, all right. I've got other I, I normally I don't have any kind of format or anything for these, but I actually made some notes because I had no idea how drunk we might get. So I wanted to be able to have some semblance of, of a format for this episode. So our next one up, and I don't know, I haven't really paid a ton of attention to the guests over the past few years. But this year, there are a few guests that I'm like, oh, shit, I, I actually really want to make time. And since my schedule is lighter, I should be able to. So I want to ask you guys, is there a guest this year that you're super stoked about? Somebody you're anticipating, you know, whether you get something signed or whether you just want to go in the room and be like, oh, look, so-and-so is here. Awesome. Like, is there anybody that you've seen that you're stoked about? I was until Sam Whitwer canceled all oh, of his no. panels that are not related to Smallville. He's oh, only wait, doing he's Smallville there. panels. Huh? He's still there, though. But he's only doing Smallville panels. Well, he was small. going about to panel. do a Star I've Wars been, panel. I've been to two Smallville panels, and they were phenomenal. But Michael I've Rosenbaum, never seen Smallville. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, though. They're just funny. Like, it's Michael Rosenbaum and Sam Whitwer... And uh, well, that's really all that matters. Well, the panel two... he was booked for was a Star Wars panel. That would have been awesome. Where he was going to talk about being Star Killer, being right, mauled. right, yeah. That's yeah, that the one I cool. wanted why to see. That, why it was scheduled kid? for Monday at like eleven thirty, which oh. I thought would have worked out great with checking out of the hotel. Look, I, I've anybody who's 
doing Monday stuff, more power to you. You're you're the true heroes. But me personally, fuck a Monday at Dragon Con. Well, Not I was gonna only going to go because that was the only time to see right. him right, talk right. about Star Wars. But now he's not doing anything related to Star Wars at all. Oh, I'm like, stinks. but dude, you're you're huge in Star Wars. But right, but he's probably leaving. Like most people, he's probably leaving Monday morning. Yeah, because we got put a, put down for a Monday panel, and I was like, I will not be there. I will probably leave at five a.m. on Monday. Until we um, until we found out Chad was not coming, we were scheduled for a Friday morning at 11.30 panel for Execute Chapter 66, and then uh, Chad had to cancel. And I said, kind of that's a good thing, just because trying to get Schweck anywhere yeah, yeah. at 11.30 in the morning on a Friday, or any day, um, try, yeah, would have been a challenge. Trying to get Schweck anywhere during Dragon Con is... yeah pretty impossible oh no he's going to all the star wars panels that i'm going to they're all late late afternoon he might have put them in his app whether or not he should that doesn't mean that doesn't mean right Right. they're late afternoon they're they're before the schweckening happens um well my somebody i'm really stoked about they're they're a number a number they're a number of humbers have some more bourbon, Dave. Uh, yeah, right. I'm going. To. <laughs> Wait, we're going to see a number of humpers. A number of humpers, which is part of oh, the yeah. sci-fi ass crack track. Uh, <laughs> so, no, the uh, one of the big ones is William Shatner because years ago he was there, and I thought his line was too long, and I was like, I'm not staying in line for this because it was Shatner and Nimoy were both there. I saw their panel; it was incredible, but I didn't get in line to get anything signed or to meet them. And I've regretted it ever since. I, I'm so mad at myself. And, you know, and obviously now Leonard Nimoy, that that opportunity is has gone. He's passed away. Shatner's there this year. Is there a ghost in your house? Yeah, it's a cat. It's what was that? I felt like I was watching a horror movie, like where we were waiting for the ghost to show up and like get you guys. Something is going to come from behind them down that hall. It's, it's going to be the crackening. Newt um, is being very a very silly naughty kitten tonight. Well, that's the fun. ass crackening, maybe. Popular kitten is popular. Um, so sh- this year I'm going to make a point of doing everything I can to to get Shatner to sign something, to get in line, and at least like meet the guy. Because I mean, he's been there my whole life. Star Trek is a huge thing for me, and and like all those movies, my mom took me to see in the theater. Like that's one of the sort of connections I've got with my mom is Star Trek. And and I'm so mad at myself for passing it up that last time. So I really want to make a point of trying to, to get to meet William Shatner. Uh, and then Christopher Eccleston, who was yeah. not only the doctor, but also James McCullen Destro in the G.I. Joe movie. So I've got two figures to get signed by Christopher Eccleston because I've got... Um, Okay, I've got Peter Davison, Colin Baker, and Sylvester McCoy. All three of them I've got signed figures from, which if you had told little kid me that I would ever even own a Doctor Who figure, let alone have met some of the doctors and had them sign stuff, I would have thought you were crazy. So to get another Doctor Who figure signed is wild, but also by a guy who played Destro, and I'm going to get a Destro figure signed, is, is wild. 
So that that's, that's he's probably my biggest one. Strangely, um, they don't make any uh, Danny Boyle era Christopher Eccleston figures. Otherwise, had had have like a twenty eight <laughs> days later Christopher Eccleston, like shallow grave Christopher Eccleston. Bizarre that that's never happened. I know. Um. So yeah, those those are kind of my two big ones. There were a few other names that were you know oh I'd like to stop by and just sort of stare at them for a second. But those two, I'm going to make a point of, of. Well, you're not you're not going to a Chris Claremont panel. Well, and that's the thing is I'm bringing. I, I don't know that I'll go to a panel, but uh, I am bringing down. Actually, I've got it right here. Hang on just a second. I'm going while to I'm, one while of his I'm, panels. While I'm doing this, Beth, why don't you tell us a little bit about Chris Claremont? Well, not being a big comic book person, my biggest thing i know about chris claremont is that he did all of the stories that come from the very best x-men cartoon of all time and that was the the x-men cartoon series of the early 90s so all of those all of those stories that you see on that cartoon are chris chris claremont stories so this is oh yeah i remember that i got this this very comic, this is not like another copy I bought. This is the one that I've had since I was 10 years old or whenever it came out. I've got the lights off, so I can't see the year on it. Uh, this is Uncanny X-Men 234. Uh, this is one of the comics I bought when we were on vacation in Wilmington, North Carolina from a, an old school comic book spinner rack. Uh, I bought this a Batman comic and uh, a couple other comics. I don't remember the other ones now, but this comic is what made me a comic reader. Sorry, I got to reset my camera again. I don't understand what's happening here. Uh, that didn't work that time. I'm still nope. blurry. Uh, but that that is what made me a comic reader. What drove me to figure out how to get and follow comic books because I read this issue of this comic written by Chris Claremont. And even though I didn't know who any of the characters were, I didn't know what was going on. uh, It was so compelling to me. I had to get the next issue. And I mean, I had had other comic books throughout my life. This is driving me crazy. I can't stand being blurry. Dude, nobody else but us can see you. I know, but it's bothering me. (laughs) Um. It's bothering me that it's bothering you, Dave. I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> I'm you. I'm bothered by everybody being bothered. There we go. Uh, Thank God. But anyway, Uncanny X-Men 234, that, that was what set me on the path of having to find the comics and read the next one and continue on as, as you know, in these sequential stories. And I'm bringing this copy that I got when I was a kid uh, to, to hopefully get signed by Chris Claremont. I don't know if he's going to be, I don't know if he's going to be like in the famous people room or artist alley or, or where they'll be storing him for his stay, but hopefully I'll be able to get that signed. I was never a comic person. And then I watched that X-Men show and I became a comic person. I knew who the X-Men were before that, of course. Yeah. I just didn't buy comics. Like they were around because I grew up with, little brother and i had dudes around who read comics so i i knew of comics but until that cartoon came out i didn't read comics yeah and that as i'm sure you were saying um that was all based on 
Claremont's well, yeah, run. that was the first thing I right, said. Right. Uh, and for, for the listeners, uh, if you want to go back, I don't know exactly which episode it was, uh, but Eric Lewald, uh, who is one of the showrunners for X-Men, the animated series has been on the needless things podcast. So go back and check that out. Uh, all right. So any other, anybody else got any guests that you um, care about? I think, uh, Sam Wilwer is probably the, like, if I was actually going to spend money to get an autograph from somebody, he would be one. Cause like, I've always loved that dude. Like in everything that he's in, I liked him in The Mist. I love him as Star Killer. Like I, I've just been a uh, Battlestar Galactica. Like I've just been a fan of his for a long time. So that actually, like, it's funny because I knew him first as Star Killer, and I played the game, and I don't feel like I like had any idea that he was like a real actor. Like I just like didn't. Yeah, yeah. And then no, I was, when like, I played the game, him. I didn't either. Yeah, and I was like watching like a movie or show with him in it, and like he was just like some guest star in it, and it was like. Holy shit, that's Star Killer. That's I was like, what how I is did. that possible? Like I saw him. I was like, that's fucking Star Killer. I was like, he looks exactly like Star Killer. Sounds like him too. Oh shit, that's the actor. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I wish I had because they've released a number of Star Killer figures. Yeah. I wish I had I wish one I had meant one. on card. Yeah. Have they done a black series one? Like a like no. a six engine? No. Yeah. I would buy the shit out of that. They probably won't though, right? Well, they might no. because they do well, no, they do those gaming greats figures. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's like a line. They matter of fact, they've done stuff. Yeah, they um, did the old republic. Right. They've done yeah. pre-Disney stuff. I would sure. not be surprised at all to see a Black Series Star Killer figure. I would fucking love that. And I think I just Pulse I want Unleashed, him to scream. I want to get Sam Whitworth to scream Kenobi at me, like at the top <laughs> of his lungs in the middle of the floor. <laughs> I still think Force Unleashed is the best Star Wars game that's ever been made. I agree 100 percent And I think too. the story is incredible. Yes. Chad fought me on it because Chad hates the story, but it wasn't. There was nothing canon. Nothing was canon back then. It's just a damn story. It, it was canon-ish. Yeah. I remember at the time, like I was like, "This is canon," but now it's not. Obviously, I still think it is. Well, it, I, it it's needs my canon. It's, it's my still canon. real to me. Damn it! I would be happy to see it re-released with a better bringing down the uh, star destroyer mechanic. Because that oh, to I'd, me was the biggest problem with the game. I'd love that a was remaster. So fucking hard. I'd love a remaster. It was really hard. You had to move the joysticks like in a certain no, direction, it was right? Ridiculous. It was so hard. Yeah. Um. Um. I also realized like I I didn't know this until I was looking on the site, but like Mark Mir, the voice like, but he's the voice of Commander Shepard in Mass Effect. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. I didn't know that. So let me tell he you this. He does puppet stuff. Let me tell you this story then, Ryan Cadaver. Okay. So. Years ago, when I was really, because I mean, I've known Bo Brown, who's the director of the puppetry track. I've known him for years and years and years now. Uh, Mrs. Troublemaker has known him even longer. Uh, she She's known him since he was literally a child. Uh, so I don't know how many years ago this was, but I was really getting to know the people in the puppetry track. It might have been the first or second year of the puppetry track. And I was getting to know these puppeteers and these people, and they were just so nice and so wonderful. And like anybody was family. And I was walking up to the Hyatt for something. It might have been for the adult puppet improv. And as I'm walking up the steps, this extremely handsome gentleman turns around and says, Phantom Troublemaker. Cause I was in the, at the time I was still doing the mask thing. Yeah. Right. And it's Mark Mir. 
Nice. It's, it's this like famous, talented, great person who I had met at some puppet thing or another. I don't even remember what it was now, but like he recognized me and knew me and was, you know how some, some talented accomplished people will sort of not acknowledge that they're aware of you because it would somehow damage their cool factor. Yeah. Or the their red level. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. None of that. He was literally happy to see me had enjoyed whatever capacity that we had met in or however That's he awesome. knew me and like spoke to me and was like, Hey, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm waiting to meet up with Bo so we can do this. And he was like, Oh, well, that's what I'm here for too. And and it was just, just a regular nice guy. And Oh so my God. Dave's people... friends with commander Shepard. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but, hey, but no. I will say commander Shepard is on the list of people that through the things that I have done, that I have met who at Dragon Con or perhaps in Target, I would run into and they would acknowledge me and be like, oh, hey, what's up, man? That's like, all. Yeah. Well, and that's- I, I have to tell you, Mark Mir is a really good friend of mine. Oh, is he? I've Yeah, I've known him. I mean, I, I met him at Dragon Con through, through Bo and through Chris Brown. Yeah, yeah. And, but, I mean, I've known Mark, I mean, since, I don't know, 2000, 2001, somewhere around in there, maybe that long. I've That's known him awesome. forever, man. And yeah, and he, just he is super nice. All the things that you said and engaging. more. He is a, he's a god among men, but he is like the most humble, nicest. Like he's just a dude, man. Yeah. He's, well, the, yeah. he's the best guy. He, he's Mark. Yeah, he's awesome. Mass Effect's one of the best game series of all time, in my opinion. So awesome. I'm glad I think a lot of good. people share that opinion. Uh, yeah, I it's true. 100% agree. I'm really upset that at the classic track video game Hall of Fame, we cannot talk about Mass Effect 3. Why? Because it has not been 10 years yet. It's nine years. Oh, no. actually, wait. Yeah. Okay. We I can only talk about my one and two. And <laughs> one and two are still there great. There goes my whole spiel. One right, and before, two are still great. Before we move on to the next thing, uh, any other guests? Anybody else that anybody's excited about? I'm excited about um, Guillermo from What We Do in the Shadows. Harvey uh, Gulen or... I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name. It's G-U-I-L-L-E-N. Um, he's awesome. Yeah. So he's amazing in what we do in the shadows. He was also in, what was that werewolf movie um, we watched? Oh, man. Uh, shit fuck. Shit fuck. Yeah. It was a, uh, oh, I've God, seen dude. that. Shit fuck. That shit fuck the werewolf yeah. movie. Uh, but hey, but you know what? Shit fuck too sucked. Werewolves, recent- with, werewolves within. Where, yes. It was so good. It's really good. He is incredible in it. Um, Let me just tell you guys, I need a good werewolf movie because I just watched The Howling the other night (laughs) and it's not one. Well, watch this. It is absolutely top to bottom amazing. Really? And and, uh, the guy that plays Guillermo in What We Do in the Shadows is in it and he is now wait, a, what's the tone? Is it like funny it's or funny? It's funny. It's funny. Uh, it's fucking delightful. No, I, I don't. Me. I it's did cute. not like the what we do in the shadows movie. No, no. So take <sighs> it's nothing like that. Werewolf, okay, okay. So take the movie Clue. Yeah, and, oh. and put werewolves in it. Yeah, because oh, one of them's a wow. werewolf, and they're trying to figure out who it is. That's yes. the whole thing. Oh, I'm into that. 
Yeah. Um, I, it, is, it, it is fucking delightful. Okay. She nailed it. Again? Yeah. Uh, Werewolves, Werewolves Within. within. Okay. Uh, oh, that's popped that. up on my feet a few times. I do want to see that. It's really, really good. Absolutely. What's it on? What's it? What's it on? Streaming on? I think we rented. We rented. It. Okay. Yeah, I don't think uh, it's streaming like actually. Three nights. So, as long, so as, long as you it. can rent it, I mean that's yeah. that's fine. So, it's, what What's pissing me off now is this is gonna this is gonna be so fucked up to say, but I'm gonna yeah. say it. Having to go to the theater. The, pan- the pandemic spoiled us. Yeah, because yeah. we. Were I want to watch see... movies in my underpants. Right, Damn I right. don't want to go back to a theater. And now, if, if we get Shang Chi, you got to go to the theater. Um, what else? Something else just came out that. Uh, oh, uh, Candyman. Yeah. Yes. Candyman, you have to go to a theater. It's the only theater, yeah. Fucking no! I, I was pissed. My brother got a HBO Max account for us to split because we share streaming services through my Fire Stick, and. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. He got the the one with commercials, so we don't have the one that gets us all the movies. <laughs> Come on, upgrade! What are you doing? I'm going to. Really? Yeah, seriously. God damn it. Oh, okay. So I have to share a little story. I'm glad you brought up your brother. I'm glad you brought Chris up because this didn't come. I uh, our last week's episode was Keith and Pete from Clown Is Down, and I didn't bring this up because I didn't think about it. But do you remember the year that Pete and I took Chris down to Dragon Con? No. So this is when we were all in the, the apartment, the, the WCW Monday night apartment or whatever. Uh, Chris was visiting and Pete and I took him down to Dragon Con. And he had spent the night before and didn't have any clean clothes. So I gave him a Dawn shirt to wear down to Dragon Con. If you're not familiar, those, huh? What year was it? 98, 99, somewhere in there. Yeah, it had to be like it would have had to be ish. Right. Okay. Uh, so I and he doesn't know. You know, Chris is. I, I I love that guy, but he's not like he doesn't have his finger on the pulse of nerd culture. No. So he's got no clean clothes. I give him the Dawn shirt. We go down to Dragon Con with Chris, and he's wearing this. This dawn, this cheesecakey shirt, and we're down there, you know, all day doing whatever we're doing. And I, I wish I had remembered to bring this up to Pete because he probably has better recollection than I do. Uh, and we get back home, and Pete and I the whole time are just laughing at Chris wearing this dawn shirt that he doesn't realize is like out of all the nerd shit you could have, it's probably like the the uber nerdy dude nerdiest. So we get back home, and, and it's very laughing. Dragon Con. It was very Dragon Con at the time. Well, right, right. But we're just laughing because we're like, "Ah, you're all day long. You're wearing this Dawn shirt." Ha 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 ha. And he's like, "Dude, it's your shirt." Yours. <laughs> right? like, yeah, but I wouldn't wear it to Dragon Con. But we we had fun, and I wish I could remember more about the day. I, I got to bring that up to Pete and see if he remembers it. I but, will uh, ask Chris if he remembers it. Yeah, yeah. Please do. Please do. Uh, all right, so that's our guest, and not, not a we're not huge guest people anymore. I'm not it's planning just, a lot. Yeah, I'm just gonna flow. Well, and especially I don't want to plan a lot, especially this year. Yeah. Uh, so if next you, year I can get back to planning shit. Yeah, if next year I might be able to fit into my cosplays again. Well, and next year will be like this year. I have found very difficult to prepare for because I have not done it in two years. 
Yeah. I also didn't think it was right. going to really happen until a few months ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Shit. I mean, yeah. uh, up until last week, I was wondering if it would still happen. Yeah. You know, so that's kind I mean, of the thing. It's It was because like, uh, you know, being in a band, I, I like I had so many fucking like false starts back into normalcy where we we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna yeah. play this big festival. Or we're going to play this show. or We're going to do this. And then they always get canceled. So like I've stopped like I like I don't want to put too much work into anything that's going to get canceled. Yeah. And I honestly thought this wasn't going to happen up until like a month or two ago. And then I was like, oh, shit, I think this is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, that, I'm pretty much in the same boat. And and like I said, even a couple of weeks ago, I was still like, this could get canceled. Yeah. But I, I think we're, I, I mean, we're, we're just, we're a couple of days away now. So yeah. it seems like it's Too happening. <laughs> and you know what? Even if it's not, I'm going down to that damn yeah. hotel room and I'm going to party. Same. Yeah. It's um, too late to pull the plug. We yeah, are we're, we're invested right. now we're financially. If <laughs> yeah. you want to cancel Dragon Con, you do what you got to do, but we're going to be there. We're the emotional investment be damned financially. We are invested and now. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I have uh, paid cash money. We are in. I think right. I'm, I think I might skip the next bullet point. The next bullet point, we'll see. We'll see. If you could host any panel for any track, what would it be? Like if if your your personal interests, your own like I'm really into this and I would love to do this panel for whatever track it would it would be part of. Is there anything that jumps to mind? Anything that you think, man, I'd really love to moderate a panel about this, something that's maybe underserved. I'd like to do a panel about dark rides. About what? Dark rides, like old school, like carnival, like haunted houses and dark rides. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 and just like dark rides in general, like Disney dark rides. Like, dude, that would be awesome. That'd probably yeah. be horror track, right? Yeah, and that would be a lot of fun, dude. That would. Be, have you pitched that to Derek? No, I just thought of it right now. You need to. <laughs> yeah. I would send him yeah. a message right now and be like, because look, I can't say what it is right now. Well, Ryan, you already know. I already pitched a panel for next year. Oh yeah, that that's happening. Oh oh yeah 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 yeah. I sent yeah. I sent you the message last yep. night. You know what it is. I got you. Um. So yeah, it's never too early to pitch for the next year. That's true, and you get it in now and then lock it in. Um, I I don't honestly I'm not sure. When I when I threw this question out there, I didn't have anything in mind. I just thought it would be a cool thing to to pose. Um, uh, but I'll tell you this, Oz, and I don't know what track it would be, but if you were to do a panel about just builds, about creating things, about building things, right. like just you, per honestly, I'd go to an Oz panal, <laughs> just about the, the stuff that you've done and your, your career in, you know, in theater and everything else, I'd go to that. Right. No, I, I tell you what, that'd be a blast because, I, you know, every once in a while, I, I don't know, you, you see somebody post on Facebook. It's like, what could you talk about for half an hour with no preparation? Right. Something, oh, yeah. You know, I, I don't know if you've seen those posts. Yeah. yeah. But, but 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 mine is always. Yeah. Mine is always, you know, theater design, escape room design, CNC routing. I mean, I, I could fucking literally talk about that for days. You know what I mean? I would. So, yeah, I, think... I would. I would. Dude, I would be all over that. I mean, there, there's a. Is it the science track that has the like the the robotic stuff? And is that is it science or is it makers? Wait, doesn't robotics have their own track? 
Yeah, robotics has their own track, but oh, you're right. Like, no, they do. Is there like a, a maker? Is there a maker's track? There's something yeah. along those lines. There's a science track. There's a robotics track. I don't know about the other tracks. But you know what? If there's not, there should be. Yeah. Right? Yeah, there really should, or or it should be a significant portion of some track, like right, physical right. construction of whatever. Right. I, do. I mean, and, like the, and there's, you know, I mean, I mean, in the costuming track, they have, and I've been to a few of those panels over the years where they have like people who are building their their own props, props and, and stuff. Yeah, that yeah, stuff. yeah. And that, you know, is kind of a crossover. But I mean, that's a little. And I build, I still build props for the stuff that I do, the escape rooms and stuff like that. But I, yeah, but more along the lines of like, you know, set design and building and and just building more larger scale stuff and dude i would be all over that yeah that would be great i would love that to would see fucking that. kill yeah uh hey, Oz, any, you remember who, hey who do, who do i gotta sleep with <laughs> i don't i don't everybody think that much i think hey, Oz, you remember make when, this happen. do you remember when me you and nicole were at a panel about these like bigfoot hunters and we couldn't stop laughing because we we're drunk and they're really really goofy days of the dead yes <laughs> the funniest shit and you were sitting next to me and every time you started to giggle i would lose my shit <laughs> which would make yeah that that it was so funny because like the guy would be like i had an encounter with a real bigfoot and like talk about the story and then like oz would do that laugh and then <laughs> fucking lose my shit yeah. like i started just and i wasn't laughing at the guy i was laughing at oz like it was so right funny. right we, we might have been we a little were, drunk at that panel though yeah we were not well behaved <laughs> but the guy kept talking about he, how he had a personal experience with bigfoot but he couldn't talk about it and I was like, well, then why the fuck are you here? Why are you right. on, a panel? on a panel? Then shut up. You get off the stage. You understand that the point of being a panelist is to talk, right? <laughs> yeah, about your experiences. But I don't yeah, care you got to wonder how personal it got with Bigfoot. But just yeah. imagine, like, it's true. Just Bigfoot imagine. told me I couldn't tell anybody. Oh, now <laughs> Oz is the drunk one. Oz is all blurry. No, you're no. not blurry anymore. Just imagine, now you're imagine like, blurry. a chubby guy. That's like wearing like his Bigfoot Hunter polo. A chubby guy at a convention? Get the I fuck out. I can't imagine that. And he's got his right? like polo with like his like logo on it for his Bigfoot hunting team. And he's like, I had a real encounter with the Bigfoot. And then just like a completely quiet room. And then you hear, ha, 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 like this fucking <laughs> Oz laughing. It was the funniest shit ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. One of one of my many favorite Oz moments at a con. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I was going to... So I've got like two really dumb answers for like if, if I was going to like host different things. There are no dumb answers, only oh, dumb Just wait. Just wait. Um, so I will prove you wrong. Host a screening of Barn of the Blood Llama. Oh, yeah. Dragon yeah. Con, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like it would be... First of all... There's like an 80% chance I could get Gibby to come to it, I think. I think um, so. Because he would be super excited and super into it. Um, it would just be whether or not he would be willing to travel to Atlanta. Um, but right, he would because be nobody's so paying him to come here. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing. <laughs> but like, I love sharing the insanity that is that movie 
with unsuspecting people. I still yeah. haven't seen it. I, I, it, it, I've I haven't you, either. I've heard you talk about it, but I, I need to see it. We need to have our own viewing of Barn of the Blood Llama. Um, it is, it's one of the most insane things that I've ever experienced. And uh, talking to like the guy that um, is in it and, and wrote, he, he wrote it and uh, he was, I think one of the co-directors, but, you know, it was one of those like DIY movies anyways, but right. talking to him about it afterwards and, and just like, you know, all the crazy stories that he told. Basically, it's Barn of the Blood Llama because he knew a guy that had like a llama ranch. Right, right. Right. And he was like, Yeah, right. we can do color. It's just, it's that movie is fucking bonkers. And so many like weird things in my life have sprung from just knowing that that movie exists. So I would love to do a cool Barn of the Blood Llama viewing panel party i feel like you'd have to be required to have x amount of drinks just to get in there and it would be amazing <laughs> so you i don't you may not know this one of the first things that i set up with the classics track back when i started working with them we did a screening of things that would be amazing too. at dragon con no, it wouldn't. you were way ahead of the curve because you know joe bob riggs like just recently did that yeah i know I dude, I found things at. I literally bought my VHS copy of Things back in what it would have been ninety eight or ninety seven. It was it was when we it were. It was ninety eight because yeah. you made me watch it multiple times. Nine, yeah. I love Things. Well, I was want to make sure you didn't miss anything. Yeah. Um. I like. I I feel like I was one of the early adopters there, and I've still got my VHS. It's right over there on the shelf. Uh. But yeah, I did a screening of things at Dragon Con. I do not think it would be difficult to convince Joe and Gary to let you do a Barn of the Bud, uh, Barn of the Blood Lava. Yeah, and I have carte blanche permission from the filmmaker to. Uh, you don't really need that. Do a lot yeah. with it, and, like, and actually, I want to put it. I want to put it over. Um, uh, since for the listeners, for you guys. Uh, one of my favorite things about that thing screening that we did is my friend Scott Stripling, uh, Shoot the Moon Comics, did a special limited edition mini comic of things for that screening. And it's one of the coolest things anybody's ever done ever for anything that I've been involved with. Uh, and I just wow. want to put over Shoot the Moon Comics. So everybody find that online and check it out. But yes, Barn of the Blood Llama screening I, I literally think all you would have to do is send Joe and Gary a message and that would happen. Yes. Yeah. And I still have some copies of, of Barn of the Blood Llama for sale. I think Dude. I still have about four there of them. There you go. Yeah. That's so it. Sell the rest of them. I think you need to make this happen. It would be really, really fun. It's, it's such a bizarre experience. So uh, to move on, who? And, yes, because and I didn't have an answer. Well, that's, did you? <laughs> it's did fine. You have we an can answer? we can move on. No, we don't need to move on. What, no, we can move answer? on. I, you know, I it's we're it's chaos here. Who knows what's happening? <laughs> what's your what's your answer? Well, obviously, I would love to do anything Star Wars. So, if anybody from the Star Wars track is listening, um, hi, Star Wars, right here. Yeah, I never heard back from them, so I don't know. No, what happened it's not. That's your fault. You're, it's not your job to connect people with other panels. It's yes, fine. it literally is my job. 
it, as far as I'm concerned, that is my job. I am not holding you to is that to, job. Is to connect people. <laughs> um, um, but besides that, I honestly, I don't know if it would fall into the skeptic track or the Ew. dummies track. Oh, I'm definitely <laughs> more aligned with the dummies than the skeptics. Because Terry, if I could ever get him to a Dragon Con. I would He's going to be mad if he finds out you referred to him as Terry on the air. I'm sorry. I, well, he doesn't like any of the nicknames I've given him. So. <laughs> well, then that's his own fault. He he protested Captain Wow too much. <laughs> so he wholeheartedly believes in all this alien Sasquatch ghost nonsense. He makes I'm me listening. listen to ghost stuff <laughs> every single night. Ryan literally just went from like a prone position on the sofa to leaning into the camera, like almost <laughs> like a, a comedy bit. So honestly, Ryan could be on this too. And, and Nicole for that matter, I because be that. I absolutely do not understand oh, how no. people can believe in Sasquatch. Now I went to the Sasquatch museum and ironically <laughs> look on Ryan's face right now. He's so betrayed. Now, okay, so Terry was listening to a podcast the other night that they said, if you could prove that one thing existed, would you pick aliens, ghosts, or Sasquatch? And Terry said, ghosts. And I said, no, that's too messed up because I'll never sleep again. Yeah, I don't want to I would prefer Sasquatch because that at least could physiologically somehow make sense. But these podcasts that Terry listens to are insane, psychotic people. I listen to the same ones. Transdimensional (laughs) Sasquatch. Transdimensional Sasquatch. Do you listen to those Australian guys? Oh, I know about transdimensional Sasquatch. I can talk about that. That's nonsense. Okay, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I already believe that aliens exist. Yeah, that's a fact. I don't. That is a fact. I don't want to know that ghosts exist. Exactly. So my, my choice is also Sasquatch. Thank yeah. you. Well, here's because the that's thing. going to have the least effect on my life. Exactly. The, Sasquatch the chances... is not coming through my wall. Right. right. I already know that. Well, I don't know about Sasquatch for sure. I, I've I've had a secondhand experience with what what, what we called the it was in uh, northern Arizona. It was a Mugion monster. Um, which is a, a Sasquatch in northern Arizona. Um, and I, my dad had a buddy of his who was out there hunting and had a personal experience with the Mogollon monster. Did, did he um, get the bad touch? I, I, that, I can't say anymore. I can't say anymore. Why not? Oh, no, I don't know. oh Oz wants dad. to be on no, the panel, guy, too. That guy was pretty weird. Anyway, uh, are, we, are we in some... Are we in some Tanya's Island territory? Yes. (laughs) Oh, God. Are we going to do it with a Sasquatch? (laughs) But aliens, I absolutely believe in. And I've had had any number of ghost slash paranormal experiences. I was was doing a survey at the Old City Jail here in Charleston. And it is one of the most haunted places I've ever been to. And I've been to a lot of haunted places. It's... I mean, it, the, the history of that place, if you don't know about it, look it up. It, it's the old city jail. Um, but I mean, during the Civil War, it, it was it, it was, a, you know, it was a jail. But I mean, there was so many there was experiments done on prisoners. There was just it just atrocities aplenty. 
And that place, um, Lavinia Fisher was uh, jailed there, who the uh, the mass murderer Lavinia Fisher, um, and it was it haunted as fuck. I mean, when I was in there, I saw shadows. We we were the only there was three of us in there. We were the only ones in there. There were footsteps on the third floor, like footsteps, like someone walking up on the third floor. I like um, to picture you with like an EKG meter and it goes up and the little readout is like, it says haunted as fuck. <laughs> I was, I went to that place the, the same time we came to visit and we had dinner with you the next day we were there at that jail. Oh, right. And we were the only ones there, but nothing. I think I'm like ghost deterrent. I don't know. Well, I, I think there's people that are more in tune to it than others. I, I always have been. I mean, from very early on, I, I have been. Um, I After my father-in-law passed, I, I saw him. Um, and so I, I've, you know, I've, I just think more some people are more in tune to it than others. I'm into it. Like, you know, g- convince me. But, you know, I need I need something besides just like, some dude got fucked up and Sasquatch raped him. That was a bear, dude. Yikes. I used to be part of a ghost hunting group for quite a while. And we, we um, investigated a lot of places around Atlanta and Georgia. Um, I had some cool experiences. Um, I had. Yeah, I would love that. I had a few uh, experiences that I can't explain and a lot of experiences that I can explain. You know, I come at it from a skeptic's point of view, but I did have a few experiences that I really can't necessarily write off. Um, and then sometimes we would go someplace and nothing would happen. Like we went to Andersonville or and whatever that place is. The yeah. BW suits of a place. Yeah. yeah. Super cool. We coordinated with them. So we went there at closing time and they let us have the run of the place all night long. And we spent the whole night there. It was really awesome. Nothing really. I mean, it was super creepy, you know, but nothing to write home about happened. But it was like still an amazing experience just to hang out at this really creepy place all night long and have just like free run of it. It was it was really cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, we ended up in, um, I can't remember what the hell the name of it is, but it's this old mansion on um, in downtown. It became part of uh, Emory Campus. It was like a mental health facility for a while. Now it shut oh, down. Oh, shit. I know what you're talking about. Uh, can't think of it. We conned our way into there one night and, again, spent the whole night there. Um, had some creepy experiences. Um, nothing, like, life-changing. But, again, it was like... It, I can't remember. It's on Briarcliff Road in downtown. Yeah, it's, I, it's I, I, can, I can see it. I know what you're talking yeah. about. I just can't think of the name of it. Again, we got ourselves in there and spent all night there. And, you know, again, like, had creepy experiences, heard some stuff. Nothing that, like, you know, probably couldn't be, like, debunked if we really tried. But right. So awesome! Just like hang out in there and be like hunting for ghosts all night. Oh, that would be fantastic! And see, yeah. I'm and all I had about... a couple experiences where I saw things and I heard a fully audible voice from somebody that wasn't there one time, and several of us heard it, and that was probably the coolest experience that I ever had. Right, right. 
So if and you see, I'm hear... all about debunking things because it, it, I think it adds more validity to actual real experiences. You know, well, yeah, you should. I mean, look sure, at you, it from you, a you, you're looking to explain it, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't. Yeah. So if you want to hear a live investigation, Needless Things Podcast 183. Hell yeah. We visit Corpsewood Manor in Georgia. And uh it was it was pretty weird. Ryan was there, Sean was there, who for the for the cover photo for some reason felt like he needed to squat down like he was taking a dump. <laughs> but uh me and Ryan and Sean went out to Corpsewood Manor and uh it was it was weird. Did you yeah, have any equipment? The people that kind of like look <laughs> so, after So <laughs> Ryan before before we go out there, Ryan's like, I've got an EKG meter. And when we, get out, when we get out there, no, Corpsewood Manor is like haunted. Like, Oh, okay. I thought like this ghosts. was one of your Sasquatch deals. No, no, no. This is ghost shit. Okay. Uh, and we get out there and Ryan pulls his phone out. Yeah. He's, he's got an app. This is an app. <laughs> <laughs> it's it totally legit. It's got it four stars in the app store. I thought it was going to be like some piece of like Ghostbusters equipment that he had. And he pulls out a fucking app and opens it up. <laughs> but it was, it was still, it was awesome. We were out there and it was like, it was definitely intense and creepy, and it was it was an experience, and I'd love to do something like that again. It was also scary because, like, there was, it was in the middle of fucking nowhere. We're in the yeah, middle of the woods. There's a car that followed us up there that was really fucking creeping us out. It was just odd. Yeah, Banjo, the whole, banjos are playing. The whole yeah. night was, I think, what we wanted it to be. Yeah, we were kind of freaked out the whole time. Yeah. And we're listening to that fucking goofy ass CD that you. Yes, Doctor Elmo sings the booze. That was awesome. <laughs> Great. The cast creatures use those songs as interest for like a year. Fantastic. Wow. Uh, all right. Any other any other panels? Anybody dream panels? We'll move on to dream guests. Is there anybody that would get you like super stoked? If they were to show up at Dragon Con, Stephen King. Oh yeah, yeah. I would, I would that's, shit myself. That's a good one. That's really yeah. a good one. I, that would be the one that I would like be in line. I, I don't fucking wait in line for, but right, no, right, I, I right. would do all the fan shit for that. Uh, John Cena. <laughs> Not <laughs> even kidding. I love him. Yeah, I love that man. But could yeah. you even you see him? him? Yeah. Yeah. How could you? How could you tell he was there? You know what? I mean, honestly, he's been there every time you walk into a room and there's an empty <laughs> chair. John Cena's in that while, chair. While while we're at Dragon Con, we need to find because you know how they have the sort of the background things hanging up. Yeah. We need to get a picture of you just standing in front of one of the background things with your arm out <laughs> and say, "Just met John Cena." Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. What about the time I only saw one set of footprints? That's good. Ah, that's good. That was good. The real John Cena is the friends we made along the way. Oh my gosh. Yeah, John Cena would be cool. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Again, I, I just don't know, like, Bill Murray. 
He would oh, never wow. he would never do it. No. Yeah. No. But holy shit, that would be incredible. Yeah, yeah you just go to Charleston. He's he's everywhere. He eats at my I brother's about, restaurant all day. the time. I could talk to him. Oh my gosh. No, I, you say, Dan Aykroyd? Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd would be phenomenal. That would be, That'd be a great awesome. One. Yes. And we could talk to him about aliens. Yes, he, dude. He would be so and he vodka. would be on your he would be on your panel. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He definitely would. And we'd be that like would be good. All, all you get his payment is 10 minutes to talk about your vodka after the panel. And he'd be like, yes, yeah, I'm in. He'd be good to go. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Aliens and vodka, I'm in. One of my biggest Dragon Con regrets, uh, one year, 96 or 7, I guess, John Carpenter was there. Oh, And fuck. the line was insane. And I was like, it obviously. Was, it was nuts. And I was like, I'm not standing in this line that's ridiculous because at the time i really didn't even understand the experience of meeting a famous person so i I just i i didn't do it and i again fucking kicking myself because that guy doesn't do anything like that anymore right uh terry and i were in line one time back when i used to get terry to go to those things so this was probably 10 15 years ago we were in line to talk to george romero and they were out of t-shirts in both our sizes. And we were just like, meh, screw it. Uh, and I that, wish we'd did, just taken a t-shirt. Did George Romero gift anybody his glasses at that particular signing? No. Jesus that I know fucking of. Christ. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We gotta, we gotta move yeah, on. Let's move, move on. on. Let's move on. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so if you could book any band to play at dragon con what would it be and I'll, I'll start this one because i don't think there's a more perfect answer than weird al yankovic yes and i want to talk to him about uhf that's my my dream oh my panel gosh, right Holy i want to talk God. about the that complete a, al i want to talk about uhf i'm gonna say casket creatures i oh, about yeah. Lana. you don't get booked. a good wife I'm a good wife. Do you know what I do you know what I thought of the other day? I was like, since Cybertronic Spree can't play, I should really like shoot a message to somebody and be like, hey, the casket creatures could fill that slot right now. I would be awesome, would but it? I if, yeah. Ryan, that, my thought was like, eh, would he even really want to do it? <laughs> I would, but like We've tried year. so many times. There's just like they I get no response. Yeah. And we're the only band I know of that gets no response. No, Terry's Everyone band doesn't get a response either. Oh, okay, good. Cool. It's just us because <laughs> like makes you feel better. nothing. So outside of that. outside of people we know. Okay, let me throw this one at you. And it would again, it would weird owl's never gonna happen. This is also never gonna happen, but imagine ghost at dragon con that'd be uh, sick that'd be amazing yeah, yeah yeah well and think about it like guar played the misfits yeah. played like right? what happened yeah yeah they don't get any bands of that tier anymore it, not at all so weird yeah well if, Nothing if, even we're, close. if we're dreaming of jokes that won't happen i mean weird al's a joke band that won't happen they might be giants would never happen but i would love to see they might oh, be giants at dragon con that would be yeah. absolutely incredible. Another, and a, and a, what a perfect fit, too. You know? Can you imagine right. those two guys sitting at the merch table all day, though? Oh, God. 
They they would have they they at least have some underlings. They would set, uh, yeah sit they at would the have merch representatives table. there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they would absolutely not sit at the merch table themselves. That would be great though. I would love that. I would say David Hasselhoff performing <laughs> his like greatest metal hits, but he's got other stuff other than True Survivor that's badass too. Is like it? he has some like kick ass like metal shit. That's fuck. It rules. Not even kidding. I'm not what? even being sarcastic. I, I didn't know this was a thing. Oh yeah, I look up either. look I'm up David Hasselhoff learning through the night. Here. No, through the night by David Hasselhoff. It's metal as fuck, and I want to see him do some metal. Gosh, I'm down with that. Weird. Wow. Well, and you know what? I can't say anything because one of my favorite acts that I've seen was Shooter Jennings. Yeah, and I had no idea what Shooter Jennings was going to be. I was expecting, you know, maybe some rock infused country. Yeah. And then we walk into the room and he's there in his white suit and his sunglasses with Miami a synthesizer fucking spotlight coming down, playing this incredible 80s synth wave shit. Like it was amazing. Yeah. And he was well, a super nice guy. Like yeah. on top of that. Uh, all right. Any more musical guests? Anybody else that would be really awesome to see at Dragon Con? Like party band? Oh, you know what? Here's an, here's one. Andrew WK. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that would be fun. Would be fucking rule. Does he party? I don't know. I, uh, having listened sure. to his music, I'm not certain if he parties or not. <laughs> he he would have to phenomenal. consult yeah. him. I've heard I, rumors, I think, but I don't know. I think, um, and look, I love a lot of the musical acts that come to dragon con i think maybe it might be time to refresh whoever books the musical acts. yeah yeah i i don't actually i like uh i like cybertronic spree and that's about it well right no that's what i'm saying is like yeah. i feel like we've been in sort of a rut for oh yeah a long time with well, like we got mc chris for a couple years well i was just about to you say know what he was, yeah, absolutely. he was a dick in his show, honestly, wasn't that great for Dragon Con. Well, no, for Dragon Con, I was not expecting him to turn up with a uh, boombox. I would have enjoyed his show if I'd been in like a small club. He is not a Dragon Con act, and he clearly it, it was fun does to not, get to see him. He clearly does not have the temperament for Dragon Con. So, uh, no, I I think he I got think, more uppity as the years went on. Uh, yeah. Back when he was small, he was not so uppity. Yeah, yeah, you he, know what? I I saw him. I saw him at um, was it Betty's? That old and, and it no, it wasn't Betty's. It was some other like dive bar years years ago, and he was a blast. And then I recently saw him at the Tin Roof here in Charleston, and his show was good, but he I don't know. I got a weird vibe from him. I well, I did the the like buy a picture and a CD thing or whatever after his show last time he was at Dragon Con and, and he wasn't it was not a pleasant meet the performer experience for me right. uh, but I think just in general I think Dragon Con could, could use a refreshing of of musical acts and who, I agree who 100% it, Abs it, yeah, I, I, I think there's a lot more out there it usually than, consists of me walking dude, in and being like what the fuck is this and leaving Dude, Max Sabbath. Yeah. Why hasn't Max Sabbath been booked for Dragon Con? Yeah. Right. Uh, there, there's a lot Froggy out there. Fresh. <laughs> okay. Well, let's move on. 
that's way better than all right. We we gotta if you know what it's time it's time to wrap it up. We're gonna move on to our listener questions. So basically just jump in. Uh the this is all from social media. New legend Mike, whoever that is, on Instagram asks. What is something that happens all the time at Dragon Con that you've always wanted to check out but have not yet? On tweet. What really? What? I still what? don't even know where it is. What? Okay, is we're going. We I don't even know where it is. I've we never been able to find Tom on himself. I'm blown away by this revelation. Never I seen it. I eat egg salad sandwiches. No, we, I want the had, food. We had give me uh, the food. We what, what we had pork, pork clouds. Pork, pork clouds. clouds. I was pork not clouds. there. Oh my god, I was not clouds. there. How is this possible? No, but you were absolutely there. No, I wasn't. I've never clouds. had pork clouds in my life. I don't even know what that is. But this well, was after this the year. game show. You must you must have like wussed out. Probably. Oh. Uh, because we went, we went and played video games. Memories. This is in the days before I had a hotel room and I was reliant uh, upon Marta oh, to get that's home. Pr- yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah. might have been it. You're right. Because it was right. like four in the morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. You yeah. can't go there the before. Those were some 4 a.m. port clouds. Yeah. If you go okay. there early, that's just sad. Yeah, yeah. It's, I've never yeah, been there at all. And that's sad. That's true. That is sad. All right. So, con suite. Um, Mine is the burlesque show or whatever. I have heard that that sucks. Years ago. I don't. It was fine. It's just something I haven't done that I always put in my schedule, but it's like usually opposite the game show. It's opposite the game show. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but that, yeah, that's mine. I mean, there's not a whole lot that I just haven't done. Although I can, I can never find the bunny hutch. So I want to do the bunny hutch most specifically because I have a really great idea for like the bunny I want to be. Um, but you be the year, bunny you want to be. I'm going to be the bunny I want to be. You but live your best year. bunny life. This year, I I feel way too fat. Um, and I know not, that I can be a fucking all, bunny if I want to be fat. a fucking it's bunny. Okay. But I'm not I dressing just, up. I wanna, I I'm going to wait till next year. I will feel better if I wait till next year. We should do a groove for the Bunny Hutch. You know, I did. We already talked about it. Yeah, I'm going to be Jason Voorhees Bunny. Yeah, I'm going to be Reanimator Hef. Right. (laughs) I just. But was it was it 18 or 19? It was the year that the Hilton had Jurassic Park. That was 18. 18. 18. Okay. Well, that that the the big Space Force group. Well, I did. Oh, a yeah. Yes, I've got pictures of you in that outfit. The silver LeMay shorts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we we actually won best group. Nice. Let's we, do we it didn't find out to the next day because we all we were got so plastered. <laughs> I mean, we just got so fucking shit faced drunk because we had this thing that like we had to take a drink every time someone asked for a picture. And oh. we. I, I did like a bad I plan. Stuck to yeah, it. I mean, I, I'm. I, if you're gonna make a rule, I'm gonna follow it. Oh, I, I know. I fucking I know. got hammered. You're an Navy Remember, man. we were all we were in the Hilton lobby at one point. Yeah. And which, by the way, Ryan, I hope Bob. I Ryan hope was that, Bob. I hope that they're going to do the Hilton lobby party again this year. I hope yeah. so. It's one of my favorite. Yeah. Well, 2019's fun. decorations were not impressive. It was 
Star Wars logo signs. Uh, yeah, it was. 2018 yeah, was impressive. The Jurassic because they had dinosaurs was everywhere. Really fun. The Jurassic yeah. Park was badass, and especially with all the inflatables running around. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it was. It was because I'm. I'm actually in the T Rex group on Facebook. I'm. I'm not a T Rexer, <laughs> but I just love those guys. You're such I a looky loo. No, those guys are yeah, awesome. Absolutely. I would not join their Facebook group pretending to be one of them, but they're awesome. Um, I didn't have to answer any questions for anything. So is there anything else? What is the uh, average of your span? Is there anything know. else that's kind of a yearly thing that you guys are interested in, but just have never gotten to? You know, there's actually, um, they do night fights, like K-N-I-G-T fights. Oh, I was going to say. Somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I thought you actual, said knife like, fights. Actual, yeah, I could get in a knife fight. I've never made it to the knife fight. In the alley. <laughs> 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 no, it's. I mean, it's it's actual guys in armor and swords and beating the fuck out of each other. Huh. And I love that shit. And but I I, I don't know where it is. No, I, I've never I, heard, heard of such of it. a thing. It's in this the bowels year, uh, of somewhere. Me and you will find a knife fight this year. It's going to uh, happen. That would have been in the, I, ho- I, the first hotel you I and I were looking that at. Quest, no. Yes. <laughs> All right. That Marriott down the street, three blocks over and one block down. That would yeah. have been the knife fight. Knife, knife fight. <laughs> <laughs> so this next one is pretty easy. Uh, Michael Faulkner, is this related in any way to fire breathing lizard criminals? Uh, I mean, sort of. Yeah. 100%. A little bit. Well, I hate to throw this out there, but, you know, the history of Dragon Con, there was a con. All right. Now we're moving on. All yeah. right. Just, okay. Okay. All right, this, ne- this next one is from uh, a real bozo. Oz, what should I use to clean out an enema bag prior to filling it with rum? And My honestly, favorite answer was more rum. We yeah. already got the best answer for that. Uh, Richard yeah. Sermon uh, said rum. Rum. Yeah. I think yeah, that's the right correct. answer. Yeah, that's the right answer. I am uh, going to say in advance, um, I am not going to subject myself to your enema bag this year because the I, last couple times it's ended badly. I, I think it's I'm you not know, for COVID, for COVID safety reasons, enema bags should be one person well, no, you only. Can't catch you can't catch COVID from the butt. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but, that's, that's no, like, yeah, true. but that's, that's why you guys that's have your butt scientific fact. For yeah. my own personal reasons, my own personal safety, I don't think it's a good idea. I think uh, if there if there's a message that I hope people take from this episode, it's that the butt chug is going to be the safest method at Dragon Con for sharing alcohol. <laughs> for the record, <laughs> if you feel like you have to, the butt chug is the way to go. The butt chug's the way to go. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, let's see. Oh, I don't know. I didn't write a name down, but I think it was our pal Sally. Uh, best or worst famous person encounter? Uh, I I can't say that I've had... Well, I guess, yeah, I just said it. MC Chris is my worst. He just wasn't very pleasant compared to other famous people I've met at Dragon Con. Uh, and my best... Most of them are, are positive. Most of them yeah. are great. Uh, I can't. Uh, I guess my best is what I mentioned again, what I mentioned before, getting up on stage for the puppetry improv. Uh, Tyler Bunch and Leslie Carrere Rudolph, who are both 
they've both worked with the Jim Henson company. They've both been on, worked on Sesame street, uh, very world renowned puppeteers and just having a fantastic time with them doing puppetry on stage in front of a live audience. Like that was incredible. So that's probably my best, uh, best famous person encounter. I think my worst was Tara strong. Um, Oh no. She didn't even like glance at a single person that I saw. Like she just like, was like sign don't look at me here's the thing Ew. fuck off like it was just do you like... think it was uh because i i've had a couple like that where i'm really not sure if the person was rude or if maybe it was like anxiety maybe yeah could have been it could have been because i've had a couple especially in artist alley and yeah. tara strong for those who may not know is a voice actor yep um who's been in literally everything Oh, yeah, but I'm a not, huge fan of hers. But not necessarily a public person. Yeah. Um, right, not so used to being out there. And I've had a couple of experiences where, in retrospect, I wonder if maybe the person is doing cons because doing cons is a thing that, they're, that they do to make money. Yeah, that may be the case. But there's a level of anxiety there where they're not totally comfortable. I've, I've had a couple like that where I look back and I'm like, you know what? I don't think they were rude. I think, I think maybe they just aren't comfortable with all that. Yeah. There was no actively rude. It was just like, it just felt very like, here's your thing. Go like, right. It wasn't, it wasn't the engaging conversational, like, Oh my gosh, this person is just cool. Yeah. Which yeah, she is, she didn't even look up from the table. Like she was looking down, took the picture, said, "What's your name?" He said, "Ryan." She wrote it and handed it to him without ever looking. No up from look, the table. no yeah, glance. And, and I mean, uh, you know, and I'm not saying you know, maybe she maybe she doesn't give a shit. Maybe she's just there for a buck. But maybe there's that social anxiety, I, yeah, that sometimes creators just have to deal with to do stuff like this. That's part of their career. It's an career. interesting concept because I met the guy that did the voice of a uh, Gur in Invader Zim. Yeah. And um, I can't remember what his name is, but so it was him and the guy that did the voice for Zim and Zim and forgive me, I cannot remember their real names, but the voice of Zim was was really cool and really engaging and really charismatic. And the guy that did the voice of Gur, who I'm obsessed with Invader Zim, I'm obsessed with Gur. um, He was really not very cool. Like he wasn't necessarily like a full asshole, but it wasn't really what I was expecting, and he seemed kind of annoyed, and I was just like, oh, okay. But I guess I get so what, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's like a voice actor. Thing. I also get like you can't always be on. Yeah. Right. That's another thing. Yeah, well, that's because, another, right. Yeah. I, I've had and we want them to be, right? But, we, but yeah. if you're doing We've, a personal appearance. Well, I did a money. press yeah, conference in 2017. I did a ton of press conferences. And Steve Bloom, who has been in literally every voice acting yeah, thing yeah. ever, was delightful and charming. Um, Casper Van Dien, delightful and charming. Bill Corbett is from MST3K and Rift Tracks. is probably the nicest person I've ever met in my life. Nice. And I know some nice people. He was the nicest person I've ever met. None of them are here. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> it's none of us. Yeah. Not you guys. You guys suck. <laughs> Corbett, though, awesome. Steve Bloom took pictures with me. I didn't even ask. He just was like, Oh, you want some pictures? Here. 
and Casper Van Dien and Patrick Muldoon were like groping each other around. I've me. I've seen those pictures. Those I've are all those pictures. Too. Not I was uncomfortable, <laughs> and I what wanted Casper Van Dien touching me, but I was uncomfortable <laughs> after a few minutes. After a few pictures, I was just like, should I, should I leave? Do you, do you guys need me here for this? Uh, interactions I've ever had was Michael Berryman. Oh uh, yeah, from The Hills Have Eyes. Uh, and many other movies as well. Um, he was incredible. Um, oh, him and Craig Schaefer from uh, fucking from Hellraiser, uh, yeah. Nightbreed. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah uh, the two of them incredible. I hung out like all day uh, with uh, Craig Schaefer from Nightbreed. It was like it was awesome. I just had I just like fucking hung out at his table and we had a great time together. I feel like horror people are generally a little yeah. cooler. Yeah, right. it's it's a different scale uh, of of fans and you know different like diehard fandom. You, you know? were at Nicole. You were at that first Days of the Dead, right? Yeah, the one in two thousand twelve in Peachtree City. <laughs> yes. Were you there when? Uh, I can't remember his real name, but Roach from People Under the Stairs. Oh my God. When he uh, came so out to the party. Uh, his name is Sean Whalen. Yes. He's he came out to the party. Incredible. It was just dancing and yes. hanging out and like just being great. He is the nicest guy. Uh, yeah, hung out with him at that party, talked to him for a while. Um, he was just like super fucking nice guy. He was awesome. He's one of the nicest people, but that's. Like horror people, like if you're at a horror convention, there's a chance that like one of them's just gonna start talking to you, just like, yeah. hey, what's up? What's I have hung out on? with so many, and I won't tell any Kane Hodder stories, but like I have. I've heard but he's got a huge penis. Matthew Lillard like has that. been at uh, Days of the Dead several times, and I've heard nothing but oh, great Lillard things about like how awesome he is. Casket creatures. Yeah. Matthew Lillard fucking rocks. I've heard he's amazing. Yeah. Um, I've had some super cool experiences with like people that um, you know, like I've absolutely I love their films and things like that, and I end up hanging out with them, and it's like really fun and really it, it's like, wild. Meaningful. Yeah. We had uh just by being like a talkative person, I just hang at, out with people <laughs> at that same Days of the Dead. Um I can't remember his name. Lawrence something from Human Centipede 2. Uh, uh, fuck. He was stalking Mrs. Troublemaker all night. <laughs> it was, really? he was He was very nice. But yeah, it was, he is very nice. Funny. He is a little awkward. Yeah. Um, just he's a bit socially awkward, but he's yeah. a very nice guy. Yeah, yeah. He was super nice. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, that, that whole convention is one of my favorite conventions of all time. When Days of the Dead started actually being in Atlanta, to me, it became a lot less fun. That it was not one... fun last year. That was the only convention I got to go to last year, and I was not happy about that. I mean, that, I met Michael Bean. It's a, it's a terrible convention. I hate it. That... <laughs> it, it used to be it's great. True. It's, it's, yeah. it's not what it used to be. Yeah, it's, it, it's that really first not... one was yeah. amazing. All I right. went in 2014. I went last year i mean i've gone every year since but uh yeah, 2014 yeah. to to last year nah it, it used it to be like it used to be a family reunion for me and it's it's the last couple of years and we won't get into that but yeah, yeah. Horror, horror people the, the are magic people. has kind of gone away a lot 
in my humble opinion, at least well, the experience that I've always looked for from it. Yeah. To uh to wrap things up. And oh, I didn't get into my celebrity. Oh, what's your celebrity? You didn't say I'm anything. not a big okay. What I'll preface what? this with saying I'm not I'm not a big celebrity guy. I mean, I've done I mean you I there's are been a big I've celebrity. Met, you know, You're stop. Oz. But but I, 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 so I've never really had a negative experience, um, but I haven't had a, a lot of actual experience, like, you know, going up and getting stuff signed, whatever. I, I can't imagine anybody being negative to you. I would kill <laughs> them. I would cut their <laughs> fucking throat I, if I yeah. saw somebody being rude to you. But here's the thing. at um, And this was at, oh, I can't remember what year it was. It was early 2000s. But um, Lloyd Coffin from Trauma, was actually it had a table in like in the in the uh, dealers. Yeah, he used yeah. to he used to every year. Yeah, right. I remember that's, those days. That's yeah. where and, I met him. And he was like, like, I walked up to the table, and he was eating nachos. He's really and nice. He offered me some of his nachos. So we sat there and ate nachos and just talked <laughs> about shit for like good I've, half an hour, forty five minutes. He's yeah, I've had like, I gotta go really pee. And I was like, well, I should go find my friends, and I left. But super, I mean, he's the nicest guy. Yeah. One of the best panels I've ever seen uh, was Lloyd Kaufman basically just talking about if, if you want to make a movie, make a fucking movie. It, and it was in the Hyatt in like a, they, they have uh, their, their rooms in the Hyatt that are like classrooms. Like, right. right. Like it's a, a presentation at the front, and then the 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 floor goes up towards the back. It's literally like a college classroom, and it was in one of those. And it was Lloyd Kaufman, uh, just to, it was the year. It was right around whenever Poultry Geist came out because that was his big, like every third word out of his mouth was Poultry Geist because he's yeah. pushing his product. Right. Uh, it was amazing. He he was great. He was he was phenomenal. He was inspiring. He was nice. Uh, just great guy. Uh, all right. So to wrap it up, to end on a light note, uh, our pal Kelly from the Needless Things Podcast Facebook group asks, which one of the group has been the most shit face drunk at all of the Dragon Cons you have been to? My guess would be Ryan Cadaver. Don't <laughs> tell him. Don't tell him I said that. Oh shit! Now I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oops! I wasn't wait, supposed to say that. I wait to betray Kelly's trust, Dave. I don't know, man. I think. Uh, I mean, I feel like I've been. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like we all. I feel like we all have felt like that guy. At yeah, cert, yeah, at certain times. Because well, was it was it nineteen when? We were wandering around. It was the Thursday when we and Noob we, Thursday. We Noob Thursday. Noob Thursday. Yeah. But that that Nicole wasn't nineteen. Was passed out outside the Hyatt smoking area, and we go out there. And as soon as as soon as I saw you, you you perked up and you, you drank half my rum and coke, and then we just kept going on. But we, and then I cried in the Uber on the way home. Two thousand eighteen, I think, was the first Noob Thursday. Because I remember we did have the opportunity to not repeat that mistake. And I don't know how well we did, really. I feel like 2018, we're, we, we kind of noob Thursday. But 2019, I doubled down instead yeah. of not. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, I doubled down and I went fucking harder. And I was fucked up for like a week. 
I almost didn't make my Viking shoot at five o'clock p.m. on Friday. Yeah, I had a 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. We were all in bad shape for that Friday panel at one thirty in the afternoon. I know, and I was dressed like. you were wearing your Jill Valentine. Jill Valentine. Jill Valentine. And then that's when I did the little uh, health bar. Yeah. Yes. Where her health oh. bar was on danger. <laughs> I was. That's how bad I, it was. I've never that I don't been so it. fucking unhappy to have to be in front of people as I was at that moment. That's so, that's when I gave you the liquid IV and you were like, yeah, this tastes like ass, but it's good. Yeah. So, it was, okay. It was awful. I couldn't do anything. I would feel better for like five minutes and then I would just like that wave would wash over me again where I was like, I would like to die. Thank you. Maybe 2017 was the first Noob Thursday. And then in 2018, we managed, to, did we maybe manage to not do it so bad then? And then 2019, we fucked up again? Uh, I don't remember. That sounds right. I know. That, that sounds bad right. Before. I think that might be, that might be the sequence of events. I think 2019 and- was the worst any of us have ever felt and i gotta tell you i'm really nervous about this year because we're going to be so stoked to be down there i was just about to say that exact same thing like we're we're back we're actually here right and let's get shit faced and uh, i'm but yeah, i also I'm don't really, want to miss a, anything yeah i'm a little afraid. so i might pace myself I fucked up but so bad I, in 2019 we've said that i know before, that's though. that's a nice thing to say but once and we're down there, honestly, you guys, this is your first time having a hotel room. It's going to feel very different oh, once you get it? down oh, there. Oh, it is, isn't it? And you're going to be no, like, we've done it before. We just did oh, way back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I used to always have a like hotel fi- room. I think 15 and 16, we had a hotel yeah. room. Um, but I it's just want to say this. It's changing having a room. It is I don't want to close my that's eyes. That's why I was like, new Thursday. Woo, drink. Don't do this. Don't do this. I don't do want to fall asleep. Don't do it. Stop. No, we go to the arcade every I mean, night because the arcade is right, isn't it? Right around the corner from the Westin. I don't want to miss a thing. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, on that sour note, we got to wrap this thing up. Um, you know what? Everybody knows where to find us on the socials. Uh, everybody knows find what it. we're doing. Everybody, get in that DragonCon app. Find. Uh, honestly the and I, I don't want to sound like i'm like king shit of nothing hill but like if you look up dave west in the dragon con app you'll find most of the stuff that we're doing uh and also the uh video game hall of fame is part of the classics track that is happening sunday at, sunday at one sunday at 1 p.m it's my first time hosting watch That's the me only crash one of the ours. plane yeah <laughs> it's gonna be awesome uh where is so, that at the classic track. Oh, okay. Sunday at one. Sunday at one. I just burped Ooh. and it tasted like Vienna sausages. And I haven't had Ugh. Vienna sausages since I was like 12. I don't understand what's happening. That's the grossest thing I've ever heard. Thanks for leaving <laughs> us with that. I well, used to love Vienna well, sausages. And now the, stay, the idea of them is hideous. Stay tuned because the Dragon Con butt chug is coming. <laughs> you guys thank you for listening thank you all for sitting down and talking about dragon con and uh believe it or fucking not i'm gonna see you all in just a couple of days here and we're gonna make terrible decisions about our alcohol intake oh, yeah. well well this is just terrible they should not be equating alcohol consumption with having a good time i think this is just awful If you can't have fun without 
the involvement of alcohol, then I just don't know what's wrong with you. You're some kind of reprobate. All right. Yes, I know. We could go down there and stay sober all weekend and really enrich ourselves with an experience not clouded by the beer goggles or vodka bonnets or whatever the case may be. But you know what? As I've said before, I don't play golf. I don't go fish. I don't hunt. I don't do any of those things. I work and work and work. And this is the one time a year that I roll all of that stuff into one weekend and I want to party my ass off. But I also work because I can't help myself because I have this energy in me that I want to work on things that I love and I just don't get to do it as much as I want the rest of the year. So this is the weekend where I perfectly balance my love of partying with my love of working and entertaining. And they come together in a, a haze of fireball and bourbon. Which I say fireball and bourbon. I mean, my, my alcohol tastes have changed quite a bit over the years. But what's really important is that you go check out the Needless Things podcast YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, share. Tell your friends about Needless Things. Uh, go on, like iTunes or whatever and leave a review. I don't know if anybody's ever left a review because I don't look at iTunes ever. I use it for nothing. I think you can leave reviews on Spotify. Do that. Leave a leave leave a review on Spotify. Do that. I love you guys. Okay, I never go past the music at the end like that's my whole thing. But I, I have to throw a little extra message out there this time because this is special. We're in special times. We're headed into Dragon Con. So I really do want to reiterate, um, come check out the Needless Things panels. Uh, come say hi to us. You know, Like I said, I'm going to have free stuff to give you. So pens, buttons, magnets, whatever. Uh, say hi. Don't be afraid to, to express your fun at Dragon Con. Because uh, you never know, you you may end up on a panel, you may end up on an episode of the Needless Things podcast, or or you may just be appreciated, or again, I may say, dude, I gotta go, I'm sorry, you don't know, but, but I really do, I want to engage, again, responsibly and safely, but I want to engage with everybody, I want to see you guys, uh, if you're going to be down there, you know, let us know you're down there, and most of all, 11.30 Thursday night, I'm not asking you to, asking you to put aside other plans, but if you don't have anything going on, come to the Classics Track Room and watch Troublemaker with us. We're going to have a blast. So there you go. Uh, and now uh, we're, we're going to do the, the little outro message. And I'm just going to say, I love you guys. You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh-huh.